It's Thursday, March 16th, 2023, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, here on the series finale of this award season 2022 series uh, that me and my co-host have been doing since December, early December. Now we've reached the end, and here is my co-host, who's been along with me for about uh, 14, 15 weeks or so. It's Marcus Irving. Hello, Marcus. We did it. We did it. We finally did it. We're uh, here. We, it's over. It's, yeah, it's about it's, to be over. It's done. <laughs> it's, we, we just got to talk for, what, three hours at and least we're no. fucking done. <laughs> I said off mic, it's at least an hour, uh, an hour's worth of conversation that we're going to have now. Um, will we go beyond that? Stay tuned to find out, folks. Or look down at your pod machine to see how long this episode is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, know, I know. I know. Marcus has been sneakily uh, wanting to make these episodes longer and longer. I know. His, <laughs> I, I, I know his plan. I know what he. I know what he wants. Not today, buddy. Not today. <laughs> I'm ready for this to be done. <laughs> for many reasons. So okay, we we both want it to be done. It's it's the it's the it's Oscar's biggest night. It's the night after the Oscars. Uh, it's Monday. Um, I'm tired. Uh, Marcus, uh, I think, is also not in the best shape or mood. Um, yeah, fair. Yeah, uh, and, and I can say the same. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, you know, 100. But we're here to do it, folks. We're going to give you one more episode, and then we're calling it quits. <laughs> this is it. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Because uh, all we have to talk about now is the Oscars. Yep. Yeah, We're right? done. We're done. That's it. This is it. I hope you can hear the smile on my face. <laughs> uh, the goosebumps that I have. It's it's out of character because last episode, you started the episode by saying you were sad that this was going to end. But now you're right. excited. <laughs> but how? now that I'm finally faced with that reality, I, I'm starting to see how good it is. Yes. <laughs> Having not to record every week to talk about the same five movies over and over <laughs> for I'd rather record every week to talk about the same single movie over and over one movie for multiple years. <laughs> well, what's it now? We'll, we'll talk about that off mic <laughs> <laughs> in depth off mic. Um, but that's later. But for now it's, it's the, it's, it's the, it's the night after the Oscars that we're recording this. Um, and really by the time this episode is released on Thursday, I mean, I'm, I, I'm already out the door when it comes to the, the, the year 2022 in terms of movies. It was a great year. I think I've talked about it for the last uh, 14 episodes, but yes, great year for movies. Uh, the Oscars. A, a banner year for horror films. A ba- hey, Marcus, would you consider 2022 a banner year for horror? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I, yeah. I do think it was a banner year for horror films. Yeah, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you said it, and I'm glad I reiterated it by asking you the same question. Um, Marcus, why don't we talk about our weekend leading up to the Oscars? Yeah. Okay? Okay. Why don't you go first? <laughs> yeah, so my weekend, I didn't... Uh, I, I was... I was excited. I was like, the, this is it. I, I, I like to watch the Oscars, or I, at least I trick myself every year into thinking that I like to watch the Oscars. As we all do. Um, yeah. 
And uh, I'd say slow. I I got my plane together. We're gonna get. I got some snacks. We're gonna do this. And that that was my Saturday, basically planning for the Oscars. And then Sunday, um, I forgot I had other things to do, and I ended up having to play a video game the entire day because I'd already uh, a, a new raid had dropped in Destiny Two, and I already game agreed talk. to do it months yeah. ago. Yeah, I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for this this nerd talk. <laughs> I had already agreed to do this a month ago or so, not realizing that this happened on the same day as the Oscars, and I was like, shit. And that took up my entire day doing that. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. But then it basically, we got done around 6, and then I, I got ready for... I, I went to do a small amount of getting ready for the awards, getting my snacks together. <laughs> then I actually watched the Academy Awards. Whoa. And, okay, we're going to pause there. promptly to bed. <laughs> right after the, the awards. Even though, right after the awards, you, you DM'd me saying, you're ready to record. <laughs> and hey, I, 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 thought, <laughs> I was not. I, I would not have done it. I was in my bed, ready to sleep. Marcus, if I was if trying to I, be a little goofball, I know. But if I were home, I would have said, "Buddy, I'm gonna call your bluff. We're doing it." <laughs> I would have forced you to get out of bed and record the episode last night. But no, I wasn't. I wasn't here in my apartment last night for the Oscars. Uh, my story is. Uh, 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 I mean, this weekend was packed. Not only is uh, South by Southwest happening here in Austin, which I'm gladly not a part of this year, because imagine if I had, if I had to do all this plus go to South by this year. No, thank you. Um, so I, I I went to uh, our 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 mutual friend Sarah Sorrentino's birthday party over the weekend. Uh, had a nice time there on Saturday. And then right after that, I drove to uh, my hometown, um, uh, uh, spent time with my family, and took my uh, my my sister, my mom, uh, and my sister's two kids, uh, two of four kids. Uh, we all went to go see Scream Six on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we had a nice time. Uh, my sister and and her daughter, big fans of uh, the Scream movies, which uh, makes me so happy. And my nephew just came along just to come along. Um, uh, maybe a bit too young to watch a Scream 6, but whatever. And then uh, uh, we, we went to a fancy theater. So we it, it was like about an hour drive from my hometown. Um, so after the movie, I raced back and I had to explain, listen, you know how weird I am. I got to see the Oscars and it starts at 7 and I'm, we're going to get there just in time. So I got back to uh my mom's house right in time for the oscars and that's where i watched the oscars um my my, my childhood home wow just like you did when you were a boy right yeah the uh, uh the same living room where i saw titanic's uh uh, uh sweep uh, uh wow of the oscars in 1998 so yeah um uh, back to where it all began uh, and then my, my mom promptly fell asleep about 30 minutes into the ceremony, which is, be, which is me by myself watching the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's okay. So that's us up to the Oscars ceremony. So I guess we should, let's just get into it. Let's just get into this thing. Let's unwrap it. Okay. Yeah. The, Oscar. uh, and, and I, look, the Oscars. And Oscars, yeah. Let me, let me start by saying this. And, and this kind of will summarize uh, uh, the whole thing for me. Last night 
And today, all the hot takes, all the reactions, all the feelings that, that, that I had, that everybody had, all these mixed emotions, that's pretty much what I expect from the Oscars. Okay? People were angry. <laughs> people were happy. Um, um, I mean, has there been... I mean, I guess 2019 was the last year. Mostly everybody was happy with a yeah. movie winning Best Picture, right? Parasite. Like, mostly everybody yeah. loved Parasite. Um, yeah, I didn't... I yeah. can't remember too much dissent from that one at all. Yeah, yeah, any. yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and then, you know, every other uh, Best Picture winner, there's always been, like, a group that comes out and just says, hey, uh, uh, Oscars are terrible, this is a lousy pick, and it's no different uh, this year. Uh, but hey, like I said in, in past episodes, I enjoyed the Best Picture winner this year, but I can see why people would be upset. Because, as we'll talk about, um, like, what, two movies dominated the field this year with the Oscars? Yeah. And Why three yeah. yeah, and three of the best pictures uh, uh, of the year got zero wins. Um, which I can see if you're... Hey, I know somebody who loves Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, and I may be talking about somebody right now, but I know somebody else <coughs> who loves that movie too. <coughs> it's their number one mm-hmm. of the year. Um, um, but it got nothing, and I can see why. Yeah, uh, that would be upsetting. But hey, it's the hey. I guess my point is, it's the Oscars. It's the Oscars. I if it, if it uh, it wouldn't be the Oscars if I wasn't just pissed, and I got pissed halfway through the Oscars because of <laughs> because of a few things. But yeah, that's how I feel, Marcus. Overall. I'm excited for the big wins, which we'll talk about, but there are things that still piss me off about the Oscars. So that's my feeling. Do you want to do a, a general thought on, on, on the Oscars, Marcus? I would say generally as the night went, as the night kept going on, yeah, I was, I was like mildly enjoying the show at the beginning. I was like, okay, this is fine. Jimmy, I, I was chuckling a bit. And slowly as the night went on, I kind of started to think about it more, kind of get in my head a bit, kind of start to go, uh, what, what, what's going on here? Like, do, do I really care about this? And I think <laughs> by the end of the night, my conclusion was no. And I promptly, like, I immediately wanted to stop thinking about it, I think. The, and, then, and then this entire day happened where I was just trying to avoid all aspects of the of of uh talking about it i don't care i really do not care (laughs) like i there's a film i feel passionately about that won best picture and i don't care that it won best picture really uh these things that i've built up in my head for weeks they've come and i cannot wait for them to go (laughs) and buddy i can't wait either (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for different reasons because okay again i'll say hey i i i've been watching the oscars since the titanic year in 1998 right and and rarely have i missed one um and i'm gonna keep watching the oscars there's no way i'm gonna stop um but am, uh, am i again reminded um well i was reminded you know just just even like last year when I'm like, oh, you know, I, I see the potential of like a, a favorite movie of mine from last year winning Best Picture and it doesn't. And then something like Coda wins, which Coda is fine. Coda is, is an okay movie. But in my opinion, 
is it best picture worthy? No, <laughs> it's fine. It's good, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's happened most of the time with the Oscars, and I've yeah. learned to accept it. And it's sometimes, in my opinion, they get it right. But even then, in the overall scope of things, and uh, and I'll just emphasize this: I still love the pageantry. I still love the the you know the ceremony itself. Um, it do, it it is Hollywood going up its own ass, but. I still enjoy it for the most part, but the the actual like, <laughs> uh, uh, like what like what you know the 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 snubs and flubs, in seriousness, in all seriousness, like when a movie like All Quiet on the Western Front picks up so many awards, and I made this point on Twitter, which I don't you know unfollow me on Twitter, folks. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I made this point on Twitter on, on Twitter. If a movie like All Quiet on the Western Front can still pick up so many awards, when in my opinion it doesn't deserve it, then I still am reminded like, oh, this this voting body uh, is still just so stuck in its ways. And it it's can't so even... It, it, it is it's boring. So boring. It can't even nominate a movie, in my opinion, that does the war genre better in a more innovative way, in a way we've never seen before. Uh, the movie I'm talking about is The Woman King. That got no nominations when I think it should have gotten so many more nominations than zero. <laughs> And it should have picked up those awards that a movie like All Quiet on the Western Front eventually picked up. So that got me that that's what got me angry, uh, uh, you know, halfway through the Oscars. But hey, again, like we said at the beginning of the series, this, I, you know, I'm, I'm not talking for you. Maybe you can you can just uh, piggyback on this, Marcus. This is my sport that I watch. <laughs> okay, and I do admit. It's a ridiculous thing to say to sport. This whole like who's the best at uh, this whatever. It's all objective. I still I can still separate like this the Oscars from like just subjective. movie watching or subjective <clears throat> whatever. Yeah, it's it's subjective, yeah. right? And it, but it, it I is, can still separate. It is this a different from, thing than yeah. general movie watching. I I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, like you can, it, it's you can uh, very clearly draw a line or, uh, or or like draw lines between what are my favorite movies going to be what are critics favorite movies going to be what are my friends favorite movies going to be what are the people who have power what are their favorite movies going to be or whatever and it all does feel like different things all of them are interesting in their own way i guess Man, when I say like I, I was ready for it to be done and I stopped caring, it was probably like an hour or two into the show where I was like, you know what, what was a better award show than this and actually kind of made me happy for the most part, and I thought they really did it all right, was the SAG Awards, which I saw yeah. multiple weeks ago. Yeah. And, then I, and I was just like, well, this feels so redundant and worse. Why are they doing this now? I, I've never I've never really given much thought to what people have said for years, which is award season should be dramatically shortened. And yeah. you know what? Yeah, I, I fucking agree now. <laughs> like I, I get it. Like I fully get it. See, I was telling you I was telling you this like two weeks ago. <laughs> I was saying, yeah. Marcus, don't you want this to be over? And then I'll, and like and what I really would love, and this isn't on I guess us. As as people and, and and don't blame me, Marcus. With uh, you know, with this, I just had an idea. It's like, hey, let's do this. It'll be fun. We'll cover the award season through the Oscars. Um, but in reality, like, what what I after all this, I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, Marcus. Like, they should really shorten this, like, in half. 
cut this in half. Have have. I'm just like, like this is your grand finale, and I was just like feeling so empty by the end of it, and, yeah. and today too, because I, I have invested so much time into thinking about this bullshit. <laughs> so that's probably why I was kind of down all day. Like that was it. What 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 am I? What have I been doing? <laughs> so you've had an existential crisis because of the Oscars <laughs> and this show that we've been doing for 14 weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mission accomplished on my end. This was my master plan. Um, but no, I I don't know. I you know, listen. I it's not the Oscars if I can't just be be conflicted about the whole thing. Again, I love it. A lot, I love a lot of aspects of it, but I also think it's ridiculous. Okay, why don't we jump into the actual ceremony? Okay, okay. Uh, 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 point number one: Jimmy Kimmel live from the Dolby Theater. <laughs> from the do- <laughs> which, hey, I saw Scream Six in a Dolby Cinema this weekend. Oh, oh. Uh, a great experience. So Dolby does great work. The sound of the knife coming out. Yeah. Uh, Oof. Uh, Chilling. What else was you know? Do you know what else was chilling? Jimmy hey, Kimmel's. Sydney. <laughs> hey, not, not Sydney. Hey, hey, Samantha. Courtney Cox, Samantha. Yeah, that's that's the lead actress. Hey, Samara that's Weaving. The... <laughs> uh, uh, hey, uh, what's that guy's name? The he's uh, hey Dermot Mo- Dermot Maroney. <laughs> Dermot. Dermot. What's his name? <laughs> I just I think saw, that's right. I saw this movie over the weekend and I can't remember his name. Um he goes, Hey, what's your favorite Oscar winner? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Ghostface just was, uh, was obsessed with the Oscars. Uh, that's a sketch I uh, I think we should write. Yeah, let's you know what? Well, you know, why don't we do it now and, and I'll just cut it and, and put it in the beginning, all right? I'm not actually gonna cut right. it. I'm just gonna just leave it in there. <laughs> and uh so, okay. and we just did it. So oh, no. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. go back to the beginning if you want to hear it again. No, you you okay? I'll be Ghostface. You play Marcus. Sir. All right. God damn it! I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, All Kimmel, right, Jimmy Kimmel hosted the Oscars Academy Awards. He was for okay. like his fourth time or something. Yeah, listen, it, it it wasn't as bad as that one year when he like just just that the the worst one of the worst things I've ever seen at the Oscars was when Jimmy Kimmel was hosting. This is maybe four years ago, and he did just the longest bit where he he bust in like tourists and and Ugh. and do, do you remember this it was like it was like 2018 yes. right yes and it was like it was like a 20 minute long like bit where he brought in these real people and, and brought them into the dolby theater and there was like no payoff like there was nothing it was i hated that and luckily there was only like one moment that mimic that that I thought Jesus yeah. why is this happening really, really no big stunts this year which no. I gotta gotta give it up for that you don't need it that shit sucks every time and yeah there's like one moment I'm thinking of yeah with the, I, I'm, I'm assuming we're thinking the same thing where he's like walking around talking to people yeah that was the worst the moment uh yeah. in, in my life I, I I'm not which, being hyperbolic here if that's as bad as it gets fine uh, you know, have one of those if you really fucking need to do it, I guess. Yeah. But you don't um, need it. it. It's not necessary. You don't need it. At all. It, it it adds nothing to the show. Nobody's having fun. I I, no. I I saw a video of like somebody like freeze framing Nicole Kimmons face during this whole thing and like she mouthed like 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 just 
I, I assume she said this motherfucker, like just like get him out of here. <laughs> and he he was he was and he he did that one stupid joke that is maybe the worst thing I've ever heard. Is he said uh, uh something something Mal- uh, Malala Land? Fuck that guy! Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway, but that Clever was like stuff. Yeah, that had was to like, come on the heels of 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 shutting down the visual effects people oh. from talking for more than 12 seconds. Yeah. That was another continuing bad aspect of the show that they, they couldn't just wait. And by the way, I did see pretty much every single, uh, um, accepted speech again today before recording, just, just so I could have it in my brain. Um, and yeah, the, the running theme is whoever's a producer of the Oscars this year gave no seconds after the first person who was accepting the award, uh, after they said, "Okay, that's my time," and then somebody else comes in. There's no, there's no pause there. He, the producer just goes, "All right, cut. Let's get, let's get out of here." Like if if a second person wanted to talk in the below in the line categories, they couldn't because like they immediately cut yeah. away, which is insane to me. Yeah. Like they can't just wait another like two seconds for somebody else to talk. It's frustrating. It is dumb. And now ninety five years in, they can't figure that out. Uh, and, and and the show was as long as last year. It was three hours and forty minutes. So they mm. they 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 didn't cut it down at all. It's the same length as last year's ceremony. And they cut out two fucking awards last year, right? Or however many they cut out. Yeah, from, yeah from the they position. cut out. They 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 did them during the credits or credits during the commercials, and then like re-edited them in later, shorter. Yeah, that's what they did last year. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I, I like that this year overall felt less jokey. It felt like they were giving a little bit more credence to the idea of the awards. Like they yeah. weren't trying to well, shit talk the, like the awards and make fun of them. I'll give, I'll give Kimmel credit. Gives, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't completely hate his monologue and most of his jokes. Well, it's like 50, 50. I'm split on Kimmel as a host because he didn't like bang the drum of like what you're saying. It's like, like oh, woman talking. Who saw that? Which I totally expected him to say. Um, but I, he 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 was um, uh, the knives were not out as much as I thought they'd be for like the the smaller indie movies coming from yeah uh, you know, yeah from Kimmel. But other but but also like I don't know. I just don't like Kimmel overall as a presenter. As as a comedian, uh, 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 so overall I give him like a C minus. All right, I guess it's barely passing. Marcus, what letter grade would you give Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, C plus. Okay, all right. I can't I can't disagree with you. I can't say he did anything that extraordinary. But was he bad? No. No, he wasn't bad. It was fine. All right. Um, I well, how about this? I did enjoy. Most of the uh, banter between the presenters, um, who uh, mostly yeah. came, came in pairs, which is pretty cool. Um, I, I like how they handled the, the, the best actor, actress, and best uh, supporting actor, supporting actress. Um, yeah, yeah, I did uh, too. Uh, pr- presentation. Because, of course, it was all going to be screwy because um, one of the uh, uh, winners from last year couldn't make it for, for some reason. Uh, to this year's uh, presentation, flight got delayed. Yeah, flight got delayed. Um, but yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> the, the, the the tradition is like last year's winner, you know, of the of the opposite 
gender gives the award. Like the last, usually it's like last uh, winner for best actress presents the today, you know, this year's best actor, right? Of course I couldn't do that. So um, I like how they handled that. But I, I guess my point is like overall, those like little like back and forth between like the presenters, good, right? And I learned this past year that people who write Kimmel's jokes or the host's jokes are separate from the people who write the presenter's jokes. So I, I give all credit to whoever wrote all the presenter's jokes because like those are much better than I think Kimmel's jokes. Which group is Bruce Valanche in? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in the uh, in the I I, th- I think he was in the cocaine bear outfit. I think that's all he did this year. <laughs> yeah, um, that bit was good. That see that bit was good. Another another presenter that that, that I thought really worked. Uh, I, I rewatched earlier uh, Paul Dano and uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's bit. That was pretty cool. Not cool, but funny. Uh, I don't necessarily want to call it that cool. That was so cool, dude. <laughs> that was so awesome. Um, that was fucking rad. <laughs> I mean, even the most ridiculous ones with um, like best editing, and they had a woman like dressed up as like a, an editor from like the 20s, like physically edit you know, film in the background as like Sigourney Weaver and like, I forget who else is like presenting the best editing award as corny as that is as corny as it looks on screen. I think, I think that shit is, is, is fine. It's it, do something creative in the background. And, and the, when, when, when they were handing out best uh, costume, they had like the costumes from all the movies in the background. So, okay. So I enjoy the presenters banter and all that stuff. Um, we don't do letter grades. Uh, we've never done letter grades, so I'm just going to keep keep uh, this bit up for this episode. I'm going to give that a B plus. The presenter's banter. Marcus, <clears throat> what letter grade would you give it? Uh, I'll give it a B minus. Okay. I thought it was uh, definitely above Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, fair enough. I agree with you. All right. Um, but I, but I'm as in, as in love with it as you are apparently that you like, if you're so in love with it, why don't you marry it? <laughs> I would, uh, if I could no. no. Okay. But okay. <laughs> Going back to your point, which I, I agree with the SAG awards. I think the SAG awards did it much better than the Oscars because they cut all the fat out of award shows. The, the stuff I love about these award shows is basically all they kept in, in the SAG awards and the stuff I hate about award shows they left in. In the Oscars, let's, let's talk about this: the montages. Okay, and we're gonna add in mm-hmm. the in memoriam here too. Ugh, okay, yeah, there's things to say about the in memoriam. Let's talk about the montages overall first. Okay, I I know what the point is in terms of like money <laughs> and and uh, and Hollywood and the fact that the Oscars. Yes, it's 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 a contradiction. It's like yes, we're awarding the best in these respective fields, but also, folks, you know why we're here. We're here to sell you things. Like it, it's a popularity contest. Uh, yes, we're going to show an ad for Disney's 100th anniversary. Yes, we're going to show an ad for Warner Brothers' 100th anniversary, and just call them like uh, <sighs> a, a tribute to to these studios celebrating. They're, they brought us so much magic over the years. <laughs> there, what's 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 the hundredth anniversary called? Like the centennial, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't. I, you know, usually there are montages at the Oscars that are are good. You know, that's that's a f- 
Great yeah. sentence, Marcelo. Um, but this year, I can't think of any montage this year that really, you know, rose to the level of like what I consider great montages in, in you know, in, no, in Oscar's past. I agree. Um, Nothing. Uh, so overall, the, okay, those montages, which I think there's like that was it, right? The Warner Brothers one and the Disney one. Yeah, and both of them happened within like the first half hour of the ceremony. So I was thinking, okay, they'll probably keep this up throughout the night. There'll be like a Universal, and uh, you know, not Fox, uh, Paramount, whatever's still around. A two four. And yeah, A two four celebrating the tenth anniversary this year. They should have had a tenth anniversary. Yeah, why not montage and. Uh, and to 90 more years. And and so I was expecting that, but I guess, no, they just happened up front because they want to get it in when people are still watching the show. <laughs> that's, before, that's why. before The Last of Us uh, started. It's like, let's, right. let's get exactly. this in in the 7 p.m. hour, you know, because by 8 p.m. everybody's gone. Okay, uh, let's, let's just get into the In Memoriam. Oh, wait, wait, memoriam. Uh, the, 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 those montages, grade... Uh, I'm going to give that what's F flat out F uh, what's right above an F is that is that C D minus D um, yeah I'm I, since I'm a gracious guy I mean Marcus you know me I'm mostly a positive fellow right I, of course I, of course you know uh, uh, I I love movies that people don't like um, sometimes right I, I, I love uh, yeah, Halloween sometimes, of course <laughs> And you're unique in that way. <laughs> if if somebody says, "Hey, uh, uh, Halloween Kills is terrible," I'm gonna go in and say, "You know what? I liked it. I liked it so much. I'm put that in my top ten list of the year." You're, you're a real edge lord. Featuring Academy Award winner Jamie Lee Curtis, Halloween Kills, fantastic movie. Now, saying all that, I'm mostly positive. Yeah, I also give that the montages an F. So fuck those montages. Um, yeah. Oscars, you can do better. I've seen you do better. Uh, uh, it, it just felt so gimmicky. And not gimmicky. It, it's uh, 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 Craven. Uh, oh, we should add this to the montages. Um, yeah. Fucking Little Mermaid. Probably the worst moment in my life ever. <laughs> I'm not being hyperbolic here. They, and yes, yes, I understand. It's 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 ABC. They're owned by Disney. They can do whatever the hell they want with their properties, but don't show me, don't force me to watch a commercial for the Little Mermaid live action remake that looks bad. That I'm gonna just it looks try to. So bad, I'm gonna try man. to avoid it. Like like the like the. I was gonna say the plague. That's 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 and that's that's. I shouldn't say that anymore. You know, let's not say that anymore as a culture. You no, know, let's let's not say avoid like the plague. It has bad connotations now. Don't you agree? Avoid Marcus? like COVID nineteen. Let's yeah. You know what? Thank you. Let's avoid. I'm the gonna avoid. I'm gonna avoid the Little Mermaid like the novel coronavirus. Um, yeah, it's bad. And they and they had Melissa McCarthy and I forget uh, the Little Mermaid's name. That actress. Uh, I'm sure she's great, but. They they had him come out and present it to everybody and uh, I I did not like it I you know I I I, I oh, I'll say this I did enjoy though like uh, um uh, some of the commercials had previews for like there was an Oppenheimer like a preview that looked pretty cool and I, they had some footage I oh, had seen I think before I must have missed that one yeah damn it I, I forget what else they should but yeah keep keep those in the commercials 
like somebody made a good point on Twitter. It, it, they should in the commercials, not during the fucking ceremony. In the commercials, just just do do like the Super Bowl, like have like some the previews to 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 movies coming out this summer. They they, they kind of did that when Oscars, like six years ago, where at the end of the show they had like a little montage of like uh, coming soon to theaters, all these movies. But they should do more of that. But again, not during the ceremony. Uh, which I I'm happy now that I gave the montages an F, so I'm I'm, I'm including that, the the Little Mermaid preview. No, thank you. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, the Little Mermaid, Marcus. Are you, uh, you're excited for that? <laughs> no, no? Okay. no, I'm not. It looked very bad. Uh, her singing was good. Like, yeah, no, she's the, good. Yeah. The the part of your world or whatever that she's saying, I legitimately did think it was very good. But the visual style of that movie looks so disgusting to me. It, it, like off putting. And when to- she comes out of the water onto that rock, that should be like a breathtaking moment. Yeah. And it looks so fucking dead. I I don't understand why they go, why they went with that. I, I don't get it. It uh, it makes little sense to me. And I'm trying also to find... something I don't understand about why they did what they did. Well, uh, in yeah. memoriam. Wait, I want to give a shout out to Halle uh, Bailey, God. the star of the oh, Little yeah. Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Again, she, I should have known that. She's I I, I hey, Marcus. I had to look it up just to confirm. Again. I'm not hating on her. I like Melissa McCarthy. I don't like her hotels.com commercial, whatever the hell she did. Uh, it's like it, that was bad during the Oscars. They had her singing and her husband showed up at the end of that commercial. Um, other than that, I do like Melissa McCarthy. I think Hanley Bailey looks and sounds amazing, but the movie itself bad. All right. Speaking of bad in memoriam, Marcus, take it away. This is the one thing that, I remain mad at about the ceremony. Other things I can get over, I got over really quickly if I did care about them at all. This I'm kind of still mad about where they cut the fuck out of the living, the, uh, the in memoriam segment, which is supposed to honor the lives of those who have committed, who have committed, who committed, uh, parts, I guess, significant parts of their lives to the arts, to the, to entertainment as a medium film, at least. And yeah, it was, it was presented very nicely by John Travolta had that sweet little moment. Yes. Uh, uh, we're talking a reference to Olivia Newton, John, and then it started out with Olivia Newton, John and, uh, hopelessly devoted to you. That's what he said. Yeah. And that was nice. Um, and then Lenny Kravitz was singing, and I thought Lenny Kravitz singing was okay; it was fine. And the, and then like I don't know, a third like as it's going, I'm like, huh, this just doesn't doesn't feel like they're showing a lot of people here that like anybody knows. And then it just like suddenly feels like it cut off, and I'm like, what the hell, like. Sure, I know more people died than this. I watched the SAG Awards, which was very comprehensive there in memoriam, and the whole time I'm going like, "What the hell? That person died." Yeah, and and then uh, it cuts to if you want to see more <laughs> uh, dead people, if you <sighs> want to see more dead people, scan our QR code to go to a website and, and see a bigger in memoriam list. Now I'm okay. 
I'm gonna say this. I I I did just like zone out by the end of it because I was like I was like okay. My overall react, my overall first impression of that in memoriam was like yeah, it, it felt like there was like there was something missing in it, and then yeah. I I just like did something else as soon as as soon as it was over. So I missed the QR code stuff until somebody pointed until a lot of people pointed it out on Twitter and I'm like really and I'm like okay that's no surprise it's shitty because uh, uh, and I, I think you also shared this on Twitter I saw somebody make a uh, thread uh, of everybody who was missing yeah, or, yeah I've got uh, that thread yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, we can go through some of them because it's insane when you realize oh and Haish wasn't in the in memoriam and Haish Oscar nominee yeah Star of, uh, star of a Best Picture nominee, Triangle of Sadness, uh, Charles D. Dean. Yes, she, she passed, uh, away. passed away in December. Yeah, uh, apparently not not enough. Not no. <laughs> the star of your Best Picture win- the uh, Best star. Picture nominee. She is I the think, star, like a co lead in Triangle of Sadness. Not worthy. Yes. of being in the. In the hey, no. scan that QR code if you want to see scan her. Scan the QR name. code. Come yeah. to our fucking website. Yeah. Uh, part hey, maybe of, while you're there, maybe uh, click the little advertising links we've got around. Give us some cash. Uh, Paul Sorvino, uh, not in the In Memoriam. Fantastic Paul character. Paul Sorvino, right? yeah. In, the, I, I in, in Goodfellas. Come on. Mira Sorvino being pissed about that. Yeah, and I, I, Fred I, Ward. I, I think, she, by the way, I think she shared an article that pretty much was like, yeah, he should have been in the In Memoriam. I saw that on Twitter. Hey, you're goddamn right he should have been. Yeah. Fred Ward. Fred Ward, incredible, uh, uh, incredible because I, I I I knew he passed away, but I didn't realize it was this past year. It that I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? A, a yeah. Uh, and I'm not being I'm not joking when I say this. A legit like star. He fucking it's he started in Tremors for God's sakes. That alone makes you worthy of an in memoriam. Okay. Uh, anyway, when 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 you when you want to talk about the magic of cinema, you have to talk about all aspects of it. The fact that Albert Pune wasn't highlighted, who passed away uh, last year, who is who is still at this point like not as revered as he should be as a low budget independent filmmaker, like he made like some hits, he should be recognized. But no, Academy was like, no, you know what, we're not going to recognize that. So sorry, Albert Pune, rest in peace. Uh star of one of my favorite movies ever assault on precinct 13 austin stoker nope not worthy uh oh. get, fucking we're talking it's on abc it's on a disney owned thing uh they had an ad for the little mermaid uh the voice of iago the the uh fucking parrot from uh aladdin gilbert gottfried yeah certainly certainly a huge name in film and comedy and all that yeah, not not big, not enough. No, uh, a, a a big one in my opinion that feels like very old Hollywood and should have been recognized. Robert Morse, who who you may know yeah. as uh, Don Draper's boss on Mad Men, but who also starred in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Um, which I like that that I mean, if you don't know what that movie is, I recently learned about that. 
Um, which I'm like, really? Because I, I got excited because I've never seen that movie. I've never seen How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. But my girlfriend was like, oh, like, did you know that uh, Don Draper's boss was in this and he sings and dances in it? I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And I know this, that's a that's a well-known uh, movie, musical, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. And the fact that he wasn't recognized, insane. But again, okay. So... This, no, I got one more. Okay, This one more. name, when it showed up in the thread, I like... I, I screamed out loud when I read this name. Uh, Philip Baker Hall. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Philip fucking Baker Hall. Who, if you, if you don't know who that is, then you haven't seen enough movies or TV. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unfucking believable. God damn it. Um, but hey, I'm sure these names would have popped up if you scanned the QR code. So yeah. that's a big F. Oh, 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 hold on. I'll say this. I I don't know if they if if they've done this before, so if they did, uh, uh, then I wasn't paying attention. But in the in memoriam at the Oscars, for every name that showed up, if they had won an Oscar before, a little a little Oscar icon was was right next to their name, which I'm like, huh? Have they ever done that before? Again, if they did, then I'm sorry, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But like, I thought that was weird, right? It's like. Hey, no Oscar by this guy's name. He didn't win. Who cares? I've never noticed that. Um, <clears throat> so, I didn't notice it. But I noticed it this year, and I'm just like, that feels odd to me. I understand recognizing Oscar winners, but uh, how do I say this in the best way possible? It's like, it, it shouldn't matter by that point <laughs> if you're if you're, they, they, if you're passed away, if you won an Oscar or not. I know it's the Oscars. <laughs> I know oh, they want to recognize this past is on the winners. in memoriam they had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I, I swear. Oh, I thought you were talking about when they were going through the nominees or something. No, no, on no, the no, in no, memoriam no. they had a little Oscar to show that they had won an Oscar. Yes, again. Are let, you fucking kidding let me? Let me let me reiterate. Yes, in the in memoriam. Oh my god! Uh, when they showed each person's name, some of them had little Oscars by them, some of them didn't. And what I'm there saying was like is like a little out. A little outline of an Oscar if they didn't have one, like <laughs> uh, a blank one. <laughs> what well, it's a, it it says in a small type. Uh, whoops, no Oscar. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I sw- and again, I caught this and I'm like, why? I thought, why are, are some of these? Why do some of these names not have an Oscar icon next to them? I go, oh, they never won an Oscar. <laughs> but again, my point Jesus. is, why even point that out now? It's like, uh, uh, how do I say this nicely? Once, <laughs> hey, once once you're dead, it should it should be a level playing field. <laughs> All these people are equal right now. That's what I'm, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> so I get it. It's the Oscars. I get that they want to re- recognize past winners, but <clears throat> once they're past, who gives a who gives a fuck? <laughs> don't don't yeah. show me that information. I can find that out on my own. Okay, how about this? And this will be like the last thing I say, unless unless you want to say something else. I did see a tweet. That said, um, just the just the presentation of the memoriam was bad because, like in past years or in other memoriams, they wouldn't just show. And th- this is what happened this year: they just showed a picture, like a static picture, a still picture of the person who passed away, and that's it. But in like other in memoriams, they'd maybe show. 
the person winning an Oscar, and then maybe that's mm-hmm. how how you'd know he that person won an Oscar. Uh, or they'd show Small the clip of a performance, exactly a clip of a performance, or just them on the set, or just them doing their job, like you have know, some video. But no, black and white still photo, black and white still photo. And then every once in a while, so emotionless. Yeah, and then every once in a while you see like uh, uh, Ray Liotta gets a moment, which fantastic, right? But they show a clip from Goodfellas. Other than that, though, still photo, black and white, black and white. Uh, it, it, the presentation was bad. Um, um, and I can't believe we talked so much about the In Memoriam, but really, I'm with you, Marcus. It makes it, it no sense. It was that bad. It, it, it yeah. was a fucking disgrace. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, F, I think that's the bottom of the barrel for me in terms of this year's Oscars yep. is the In Memoriam. Like, yeah. that's, 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 that was the worst of it. Um, Flat out F. Yeah. From both of us. Flat out F. So, we can only go up from here. <laughs> so, we, we've talked about Kimmel. We talked about the presenters, the in, the, the in memoriam, the montages. Um, let's just fucking get into the to the categories of winners. Let's just let's just do. We're almost an hour into this episode. Oh, goddamn it! All right, you know what? Kim Kimmel and the in memoriam. I thought his uh, Robert Blake joke was funny. Yeah, you know what? I I I, I, I laughed. I, I chuckled a bit. It, yeah, it's yeah because Robert Blake, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he he killed his wife. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars. So the first, the Oscars, the first Oscar of the night, animated feature film. Oh, I should also say this. I almost forgot about this, Marcus. I'm glad I remembered. Uh, the Talk Film Society Oscar pool made a comeback this year. <laughs> yeah, and, sure did. <laughs> and um, you uh, went into the pool. You put down your your picks. I went into the pool. I put down my picks. Um, do you remember what you what you picked uh, in each category, Marcus? Generally, but not. Uh, I'm sure I would be wrong on a few of them. If not, uh, I have your list up, so I can. I mean, I think I got them all right. Didn't okay. I? Wait, wait, you got them all right? <laughs> I think yeah, I think I got all the points. Um, we'll see. So first one, animated feature film. Uh, that was a given. We all knew that was going to happen. Good for him though, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, his Pinocchio won the Oscar for animated film. Uh, nothing wrong here, in my opinion. Good start to the show, Marcus. Do you agree? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, that is a good way to start the show. And uh, I, I did. I have not seen Pinocchio yet. <clears throat> I did not get it in in time, but I did get to watch Marcel the Shell with shoes on a few days ago. Oh, uh, I think I did that on Saturday. Did you like that? I did. Yeah, sweet, yeah. cute, sweet movie. Cute, cute movie. movie. Did you? Did you cry? I did not cry. Okay. Well, you're you're subhuman. All right. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks like we both got animated feature film rights on our ballots. Uh, we can move on. Next. Uh, oh, here we go. So we were talking before about the presentation of the uh, acting awards. So the so last year's winners for supporting actor and actress they presented. This year's win, uh, this year's nominees and winners for supporting actor and actress. So I thought that was great. Um, let's go to the winners, though. Off the bat, well, the first one was uh, was a given. We all knew. Uh, Kehi Kwan, yeah, won. Uh, yep. Great, great speech, right? Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, you agree, though? Great speech, good moment. 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, good. Nothing wrong yeah, with it. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, I yeah, I loved it. Of course. Oh, uh, I should say before my mom uh, uh, went to sleep, uh, we were having dinner as we we're watching the show, and she was looking at the TV and saying, "Oh, look, a lot of people are crying uh, uh, during this uh, speech." And then she looked over at me at me, and I I had uh, misty eyes. Um, I wasn't crying. Uh, I was even Marcelo emotional. almost yeah. cried. Yeah, I almost I did. I didn't. Um, so we both got that right on the ballots, on the respective ballots in the Oscar poll. Um, we can move on to the next one. Um, Best Supporting Actress. How do you feel about this, Marcus? Uh, it was maybe by this point that that I threw in the towel. <laughs> you wanted to call it quits? This is, this. <laughs> but I was like, hey, you know what? Sure. Like, like she was fifth at fifth place of these five nominees i would say for me uh firmly in fifth place and she still won and i was just like okay <laughs> like i i really like as she was walking up to the stage i i i was doing i was going through my head feeling like why don't i feel more about this like i feel like i should care about this right now and i don't i, I didn't care i wasn't like bad i was like okay yeah, good for her in general. If this is your first episode, congrats. Um, also, I'm sorry. Uh, this, is, this is maybe our most negative episode of this of this of this of the series. Um, but I, I, I'll remind those who, who don't know. I love everything ever all at once. It's my favorite movie of the year. Right? I'll, I'll talk more about that later. But even I've said on past episodes, yes, she's the fifth she's the fifth best in that category right and this is a this is a game i know it's not just who's the best performer it it, it, it almost rarely is about that it's a popularity contest most of the time um i don't know maybe, maybe it's like 50 50 i don't know I, I again i'm a positive guy maybe i want to give the oscars the benefit of the doubt but sometimes it is a popularity contest and i think that's the case here popularity legacy um uh you know her 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 parents were actors all that i think all that was i think all that pushed her into getting that oscar jim lee curtis and i it, but again i'll say i love everything over all at once i think it's fine her performance but is it better than anybody else on that on that ballot no i'm okay with her winning though I uh, apparently I won an Oscar too, Marcus. And I think you won an Oscar too. Yeah, she, I, I, yeah, that's right. I did win an Oscar. Yeah, for because this. she said on on stage to everybody out there who saw who saw the show, who, who who've seen you know all the genre films uh, uh, she's ever been in, they won Oscar. So I won an Oscar. I just said earlier, Halloween uh, Kills, great movie. Who's the star of Halloween Kills? Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis, now an Oscar winner. So yeah. yeah. So actually, this worked out pretty well for all of us. Yeah. So we all won Oscars here. Um, now this is one category where I got it wrong, and looking through your ballot, Marcus, you got it wrong too. Um, Good. We both put down Carrie Condon. Uh, we we thought she was going to win. She could do it. I thought, I thought she so could too. do it. I I I think partly because of the conversation we had, maybe in like the second to last episode where we were picking our final picks. I, and, and also I'll say this, 
maybe I should get into it now. Uh, when we were doing the Oscar poll in the Discord, uh, in Talk From Society's Discord, Marcus was like, uh, hey, no cheating. And Marcus, no, I didn't. I just, I said, I said, I'm not going to cheat, uh, but I leave it up to everybody else. <laughs> no, that was basically you saying, decide. no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I see how you're framing it. You're, or, how about that, this? That, that's how I frame it. Look, I'm trying. Yeah. Am I trying to get inside your mind? Am I trying to make you think <laughs> differently? Of course. But, but what did I actually say? Uh, you said you're not going to cheat. I think that's what you said. And I go, yeah, What's, I said, I'm not going to cheat. I don't care what other people do, but right. I can't allow it. it. You you can't allow it for yourself and for others. My honor will not allow it. I think is how I said but then, but then, yeah. But then I asked, what is, what do you consider cheating? Marcus is what I asked you. And what'd you yeah. say? Looking at any prediction websites. But haven't we, okay. First off, haven't we been doing that for 14 weeks now? That's one. And sure. two, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell. I didn't tell you what to do. I know, but in your own I way, you I, know, I, I know what you're doing, Marcus. In your own way, <laughs> you're wagging your little finger at me. <laughs> um, and 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 here's what I did. And I've said this before on the show. I went to Gold Derby. All right. I I, I and I didn't. Okay. Hey. But here's the thing: when I go to Gold Derby, I don't copy all their picks. All right. Because yes, Gold Derby. And we're not going to play the Gold Derby game uh, this episode. Oh, thank God. Sorry. Um, but the Gold Derby game is just a guide. I'm like, okay, I'm going to see what they what they pick. They're not always right in terms of their predictions, in terms of their Oscar predictions. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I look through those picks. I, I saw you know what ranked first in every category there. Then I read a predictions uh, um, wrap-up from Hollywood Reporter. And then I read a predictions wrap-up from... Um, variety, right? And you put all these calculations in a computer <laughs> and outspit your list. But, okay, I'm going to put this to whoever's listening, to Manish, if you're listening. Doing all that, I don't consider that in uh, cheating uh, in, in Marcus's words, okay? Maybe you would consider that cheating, Marcus, but I'm like, I'm just doing research, and ultimately, I'm making the choice here. Is it cheating, cheating? No. I just think, the way I think of this kind of thing, I think, friendly competition, (laughs) go on what's in your head. Not, uh, I need to study up on this shit and really try to do my best. But, uh, but, But that's, okay, but that's where we're different, Marcus. I Yeah. If I want to do my best... I'm going to try every angle I possibly can. <laughs> I I'm going to do my research. That's, that, right. that's 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 what I do. I do my research. Um, that, that's why that's why you got you know 15 awards right, and I got 10. Um, I think I got more than that, but we'll get to that later. Um, wow. I okay. So uh, having said all that, even the uh, even like all those sources, all the all the research I did. For, for these categories, I still got stuff wrong, and I got Kerry Condon wrong because it, it was it was kind of split. I forget what Gold Derby said. I think Gold Derby had uh, Bassett uh, uh, as number one uh, in supporting actress, and Variety maybe had Condon. I forget what Hollywood Reporter had. I don't know. But I'm like, you know what? I thought back to what you said and to what I've been hearing, Marcus. Maybe the votes would be split between Bassett and you know Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought about 
there there must be a surprise uh, this year. I thought before watching the Oscars, there must be a surprise in an acting category because usually that's what happens. Like sometimes, yeah, something unexpected happens, uh, uh, and and I thought maybe this will be the category where it happens. You know, out of nowhere, seemingly. Although she's won, bef- like in in like uh, she she won the BAFTA, right? Carrie Condon. It wouldn't be a total surprise, but like, hey, Carrie Condon can could sneak in and get it, and I was wrong. You were wrong. Jimmy Curtis got it. So, uh, what else can we say about that? Not much. All right. Uh, what's our next category? Next category: documentary feature film. Naval Knee one. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I, I said all the beauty and the bloodshed because I went with the critical consensus rather than uh, what made the most sense, which one's on Netflix, which one's talking about fucking Ukraine or whatever. Yeah, uh, you got that. Yeah, you picked all the, all the beauty and the bloodshed, which, okay, here's the thing. When picking these picks, I I really just went heartless here. Cause, uh, for, for, yeah. and, and we'll talk about it. Um, for a lot of these picks I picked... Not necessarily my favorites in each category. Uh, Naval Knee, I, 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 I've kept hearing from people I trust like it's not a great documentary. Uh, other films in that category were better. Uh, I love All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. I think that should have won. But I knew, okay, fine. Naval Knee won all these awards at like the, the, the PGA and like whatever. It's on HBO. Uh, I'll, I'll pick that, and I picked it, and it won. I'm not happy about it, Marcus. Again, yeah. I love all the beauty and the bloodshed, and and that'll be on HBO like in a week or so, and I want everybody to see that. Um, yeah, but Naval I will knee. watch it then. Naval knee one. We can move on. Um, uh, live, okay, live action short film. Another thing. I, I okay. Uh, what did you do? You remember what you picked, Marcus, for live action short film? Yeah. I picked Le Pupel uh, for two reasons. A, you told me it was the one you liked the most when yeah. you watched it. Yeah. And But two, the one that really made me pick it was uh, I noticed a little name by yeah. there. Uh, a man by the name of Alfonso Cuaron. Yes. Uh, and I was like, well, okay, he's the only name I recognize here. Maybe that'll get him a few extra votes and he'll win in my fucking head. I like, I remember on our podcast when we first did our predictions like a month or two ago, I said Irish goodbye just cause I go snap decision by the yeah. name. Yeah. And, and Irish goodbye is the one that just stood out to me. And if I had said, if I had went with that, but no, I had to, I had to, I had to double check in and be like, Oh, okay. Alfonso Corral. And I'll, I'll pick that one. So I have I have thoughts on all the shorts categories since I I did see the documentary shorts in theaters and I saw the live action shorts in theaters and I saw some of the animated shorts and I have hot takes on those. Irish goodbye, yeah, you should have went with your gut because uh, something that came to mind when I was doing my research was or something that came to mind something that was pointed out to me that made sense uh, was that Irish goodbye is the only English language film. In the bunch, right? Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, Le Poupel, um, the one, the one, the one produced by Alfonso Quran, my favorite of the bunch. I love that movie. It's, it's, it's 38 minutes. It's on Disney Plus. Um, uh, it's, it's inventively shot. It tells a great little, little story 
all the kid actors are great. Uh, I, I would love to see like a full length, a feature film uh, uh, based on the premise. But of course, no, that's not going to win because it's it's fucking French. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> who's going to sit through a thirty eight you know minute French movie starring like you know kids in a at a at a nunnery? Like nobody. And then of course, like an Irish goodbye. Oh, Irish goodbye. I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, sight unseen. I'm sure a lot of people just pick what looks good. Or if they see these movies, they go, "I'm going to pick the one that's in that I can understand," <laughs> which sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but and the other films are good too. But hey, their disadvantages they're in a foreign language, so that sucks. So hey, keep it. Uh, that's a hot tip uh, for for anybody listening for next year. If if you run into a category with mostly uh, you know international movies and in, in foreign languages. And there's one English language, and there's one English language one. <laughs> Pick the English language one. Most likely, that'll be the winner. Uh, all right, next category. Uh, live at no, we did that. Cinematography. Oh boy. Ooh, the colors. The colors. Mm, the um, many many colors in our winner. The many many <laughs> colors. Uh, there's the gray palette. There's gray. There's blue. There's of course a lot of white. That's right. The best cinematography of the year went to All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, this was a given, right, Marcus? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know why, but I think it was. <laughs> no, and hey, it's the one thing uh, I've been saying about All Quiet on the Western Front. If anything, it looks great. There are some beautiful shots in it. I can't fault it for that. Um, uh, and against all these other movies, sure. Uh, I would have been happy if this was the only award that went to All Quiet on the Western Front. When this one went to All Quiet on the West, when this one happened, when they were going through the nominees, um, and they showed little clips, uh, they showed Elvis, and I was just like, God, I love Elvis. Elvis good. And every time Elvis showed up on screen, I was like, God, this this movie's good. Why is this not winning any of the awards? And that that went on throughout the night. Elvis never won anything. Yeah. And I, I, it's bizarre. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, we both picked All Quiet on our ballots. Yeah. Exa- but, but what I mean is, like, I'm saying, like, my mind focused on, like, oh, they actually did nominate a good movie here. Yeah. And it doesn't, and it's not going to win. And I, it's like, that gets in my head even more. Uh, listen, <clears throat> I, I, I've been in your position so many times with these awards. And that's why there's a love hate thing. But yeah, like, and let's just focus on cinematography. I'm with you. Like Elvis, amazing, colorful, uh, a beautifully crafted movie. I'd even say Empire of Light is a beautiful movie. Uh, Tar. I, I know you're not the biggest Tar fan. I love Tar. Beautifully shot movie. I I, I I give it to best cinematography. Though, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Bardo. I refuse to see Bardo, but I, I keep hearing some talk fan Bardo is, is great. Okay. Uh, but I'll reiterate, and I'll say this. I'm, I'm probably going to say this a lot during the episode, so sorry to all the all, all the uh, all quiet lovers out there, all two of you. Um, it, 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 if it's one thing that it does well, it's cinematography, all quiet. Yeah. And if find it we're it going to here. get a single award. Yeah. But like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah, but we'll see about that. Uh, all right. So cinematography, you both got that right. 
Hey, speaking of uh, uh, Elvis, makeup and hairstyle. Hairstyling. Yeah. All right. Uh, and and there's going to be a little pause between every category as I'm scrolling through our ballots. But, Marcus, you start. Uh, who won that? Uh, makeup and hairstyling went to The Whale. The Whale. Adrian Moreau, Judy Chin, and Anne-Marie Bradley. Oh, this is interesting. Um, okay, so, okay. Speaking of Elvis, <laughs> I see we both put down Elvis as who we thought was going to win at the Oscars. Uh, I, I thought, I thought. I thought, I too. Thought. At least, okay. Push. Marcus, we've talked about this before. Have It seems like we have. We've talked about so many things. I'm sure we've talked about how... This year's uh, makeup and hairstyling award, three out of the five are for people in fat suits, right? Uh, yep. Elvis, the whale, and the Batman. Um, and I thought, okay, I, I, uh, that narrows it down, I guess, because apparently the Academy or the makeup and hairstyling people... They sure do love to put a fat suit on somebody. So out of the three, yep. one of those is going to win. Um, and I'm like, okay, which one does it more, uh, like more, not, not necessarily better. Not Which one does it better? No, it's which one would, uh, you know, the awards love. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Elvis. Because Elvis has to get something, right? Elvis has to win at least best makeup and hairstyling. No. <laughs> eh, so, nah. I, I understand why the whale won. I, I, the, his his uh, prosthetics and all that shit, like, they are genuinely impressive no, yeah. and feel uh, really impressively done. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. But it's makeup and hairstyling does tend to go to body transformational stuff. And and you're right. We had that in Batman and in Elvis. So it yeah, it, it could have been any any of those three ways. But the the most obvious one would have been the whale, like the how they turned uh, this guy into this uh, this bigger guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, no, no, and I'm with you. Like um, the, the 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 clip they showed when when the whale won. Uh, I I didn't know that. The um, the 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 face transformation was CGI, and I'm like, oh, like you know what? You fooled me. Although now that I think about it, it's like wouldn't that be in the visual effects category? Regardless, um, but I don't know. I like, just come on, Elvis. Though not only does it have, you know, uh, uh, Tom Hanks in a fat suit, and eventually Austin Butler in a fat suit, but like the fucking hair, like just everything about like Elvis. Like the character in the movie, his, yeah, his makeup, his fucking makeup, and yeah, his hair. This is makeup and hair style. <laughs> yeah. Like, good lord, uh, you, you couldn't have done it more perfectly. Yeah, and but yeah, but know, that's fuck, that's fuck off to them. Yeah, that that's me just just trying to rationalize. Like, it seemed like a solid pick, but whatever. Uh, fine, the whale. It, it, you know what? You know, uh, you know, you know what? I'm gonna stop myself because we'll talk about the whale later. Uh, all right, next category was costume design. I should have seen this one coming. I didn't. I kind of dismissed it a little bit. But, like, I should have thought about... I knew Black Panther won this before. 
Yeah. So it shouldn't have been a surprise. It was still a surprise. And, uh, you know, in a good way, ultimately, Black Panther did win this. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And Ruth for uh, Ruthie Carter, she won. Yeah, Ruth Carter. She is the only uh, black female to now have multiple Oscars. Which is insane. fucking insanity. I, listen. 95 years. When... When a stat like that comes out, like how how are we supposed to feel? Like happy or just angry that that's the case? That I, we're ninety five years into the Oscars and there's just been a a one black woman who's won twice, and that's for costume design. That, I mean, I I love that her. Just I, felt I, unreal. That's unreal. unreal. I mean, I, I, I'm saying it in that it, this should have happened. A lot more, a lot sooner, yeah, and, no and more often. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's insane. And 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 okay, I got this one right. I put down Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Marcus, you put down Elvis. Which yeah, hey, you, yeah. you. I mean that again. Pretty much everything I said about hair and makeup, I could say about costume design, like with Elvis. Yeah. But I guess I'm 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 also like, well, Ruth Carter, she is amazing. She's done incredible work. Uh, uh and I and uh. Yeah, I I'm like, why wouldn't they just give her another award? Because I and 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 I think it's I think it's a worthy award to have because the 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 costumes in What Kind of Forever are just as amazing as the first Black Panther. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just go with my gut and say they'll give her give her another award, which was well earned. Uh, but I see why you you pick Elvis because that seems like also like another like obvious like oh of course it's fucking Elvis. Elvis has got to win something. So that's best costume design. Anything else about that, Marcus? No, actually, when they were showing the clip uh, before before she had even won, I, I, when they were showing the clip, I was actually like uh, pleasantly surprised by it. I was like, oh, that actually, you know what? Yeah, that, that looks good. Yeah. Um, and, and not even when they were doing it, like it, it also had a makeup uh, cat, uh, nomination, didn't it? And uh, when they showed it for makeup, I, I did not have the same reaction. Uh, I was like, no, I, I don't see the makeup necessarily. But uh, yeah. when they showed it for costumery, I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yes, this looks good. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's yeah. that's that's kind of how I felt because I, I, I remember the, um, the, 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 the intricacies of like every costume in like Black Panther kind of forever and like yeah it, again it's it's a worthy win for costume design not some and i i, I had to double check yeah you're right it, it uh, what kind of forever also got nominated for makeup which is like i i don't think about makeup or hairstyle in black panther what kind of forever I don't although think there is the uh, there there is also there is the obvious uh how uh films uh historically uh how uh issues with like black women's hair in particular, how that's how like people don't know how to work with that. Like, I know that is a okay a big sticking point with actresses and stuff like recognizing a film like that, that doesn't obviously get that right. But you know what? So, like, I guess I shouldn't be so immediately dismissive, but I think makeup more. I, I, I go to the hairstyling less. You know what? Good point. Now I feel like an idiot. So thank you, Marcus. Um, I'm a racist asshole. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's move on. It, it Best international. In, it, it, uh, it's subconsciously happened in both of our heads. And cause, and in makeup, what I was thinking was I thought the black Panther one and Michael B. Jordan had all the bumps all over his body. And like, I, I thought, I always thought that was like an amazing makeup job. They yeah. were fucking like 
they add so much to that character. And uh, I didn't I didn't think of anything that stood out that much from Black Panther, but now that I'm thinking Those, about it more, rationalizing it more. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, good good point. Uh, I take it back. You're the idiot. I'm not an idiot. No, I'm joking. I'm kidding, folks. Uh, and hey, a fun fact: as as we're as we're, we're talking screwing around here, <laughs> uh, okay. as we're doing this, I uh, have the Oscars on again in the background, and they're presenting the uh, 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 makeup and hairstyle award. No, sorry, they're they're, they're presenting. Uh, yeah, they are makeup and hairstyle, and it went to the whale. Uh, but we're not on that anymore. We're on best international film. All right, all quiet on the Western Front. All right, that that one we both picked it. Pretty much a given. Um, you know, condolences to the other four. It was the this was going to be the winner. Um, any thoughts on this, Marcus? This is kind of a, a, a kind of a boring one. <laughs> uh, say say which one are we talking about again? Best international feature film. All quiet on uh, yes, the Western uh, yeah. Front. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A, another boring one. Not, not surprising uh, at all. But also, you know, it, it it's not a guarantee. I've said this before. It's not a guarantee that the one that bleeds into other categories, the one foreign feature film that bleeds into other categories, is going to win best foreign feature film. Uh, but you know, it's it was the most obvious because it is the most accessible. It did win so much other stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no surprise. Yeah, no surprise. Um, and hey, uh, Netflix, uh, their their uh, you know for your consideration campaigns, pretty good. It, it gets them across the line sometimes. So yeah, um, add that into the mix too. Next category: documentary short film. Uh, all right, I I saw these in a theater. And I think, I th- yeah, I talked about it on the podcast. I mentioned that the winner, uh, Elephant Whispers, I said that uh, that movie, in my opinion, kind of like run of the mill, but like kind of like amazingly shot with like these drones and like you're in India, you're with these elephants. It's, it's, it's sort of a, cr- a crowd pleasing, uh, uh, light hearted for the most part documentary. And I think I even said on, on the episode where I talked about it a few weeks ago, I'm like, you know what? I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if that won. Um, yeah, you did say that, and that's why I picked it. Yeah. And <laughs> good job, Marcus, for listening to me. And You uh, said animal documentary. I yeah. was like, yeah, it's probably that. Yeah. And uh, and uh, the uh, my sources, my resources, my research in doing this pretty much said the same thing. Uh, that the Elephant Whisperer is like, yeah, it's it's kind of like the, the one – that voters would would kind of gravitate towards because it is like a kind of yeah like I said everything I just said uh, yeah Elephant Whispers won good on them um, yeah I, I I would have loved to have seen like how do you measure a year win I, I said that on the episode a few weeks ago too but it's just so experimental and like very low budget it's just a a, a father videotaping like his daughter for eighteen years. <laughs> It's like that's it. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. But it yeah. it but it's 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 incredible and like uh, uh, the story it tells like in it's like twenty minutes. But hey, uh, the Oscars are the Oscars. The voting body wants to pick a nice, beautiful animal documentary, and it did. Good job, Elephant Whispers. Next category, 
Uh, animated short film. Okay. I have animated thoughts on short. this. I got thoughts on this. Uh, Give me your thoughts. So I did see uh, My Year of Dicks. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I did see uh, An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I think I believe it. Uh, and I, uh, th- those are the two of the five I saw. But those are like my year of dicks is kind of incredible because it's not what you really think it is. It's it's I, I'm assuming you haven't seen it, right, Marcus? No. Okay. I recommend you do. Yeah, I, I think I think you'll get a kick out of it because not only is it like a well-told, like funny story about this teenager, um, just. The, 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 the plot is like she's trying to lose her virginity, um, but she keeps running into these assholes. The, 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 the titular dicks. Um, but it's, it, I don't know, it, it, there's like five chapters. Like each chapter has like a different animation style. Um, uh, it's, it, by the end, it's like, it's, it's sweet. It's funny. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty good. So I, that, that was my favorite of the two I saw. <laughs> Um, an ostrich told me the world is fake is 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 really good. Um, it's a nice, clever idea. It's stop motion. Um, but so my girlfriend went to go see these movies in theaters, and the one thing she said was, "The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> she said it's like it's like uh, I I I may be conflating this with like other thoughts on it because I did see other people. Say this when that when yeah, that I short one. Tom, Tommy say this. Say this. He said it was uh, in the Discord. He said it was like super schmaltzy and like yeah. the only one that was bad. Like like saccharin. Yeah, that's right. Like uh, <clears throat> yeah. uh, Thomas said it. I think other people on Twitter said it too. But yeah, my girlfriend said it was bad. I think my girlfriend said in the theater, people were just not having that. <laughs> like we're just like I don't know. I I, I kind of want to ask her again. Like what exactly were they doing during this short film? Because apparently. Nobody was buying it, and the only reason I picked it, and I and I did pick it to win, and I got it right. Marcus, you picked my year of dicks, which, again, it it I, it yeah. felt like it should have won, because it, 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 it has like that catchy name. It's actually a good short movie, but you know what it doesn't have, Marcus? It doesn't have the power of Apple Plus behind it because. That's yeah. that's the only yeah. reason I picked the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse because I read that like Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever the fuck it is, it's advertising the hell out of it. It's got like a big for consideration campaign behind it, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna go against Apple here. <laughs> so of course it's gonna win, and it did. Yeah. So I I I my title rule it doesn't always work. Uh, this time I had three that were like eye catching to me: the boy, the mole, my ear of dicks, and the ostrich. <clears throat> but I, I should have went for the boy, the mole, and the fox and the horse because I saw a tweet from Guillermo del Toro pumping it up. Ah, where Guillermo apparently likes this movie a lot or yeah. whatever. Well, and um, so I was like, I should have picked it for that reason. But I went with my friends who I've, I've heard multiple people talk about my year of dicks and say it's great. So I, I went with them and I should have trusted Guillermo. Yeah. Well, uh, um, uh, remember, I was trying to remember which uh, of, of it's either it's one of the Philip Lord people, one of those two dudes. 
um, he was hyping it up before I got nominated, My Year of Dicks. And that's where I first heard it. And I'm like, oh, My Year of Dicks. That might get nominated. It got nominated. And I'm kind of with you. I'm like, I, I would have put it down as the winner. But I did my research, Marcus. <laughs> I did my research. And I know how evil a corporation yeah. like Apple TV is. Yeah. They'll put yeah. all the money behind one campaign just to get one award. Um, so good for that. Uh, but apparently it's bad. I'm never going to see it. All right. Production design. <laughs> Let's talk about these houses. Uh, all right. So Let's talk oh. about these big, wide, open fields <laughs> with, like, sticks on them. When I think of All Quiet in the Western Front, I think about production design. That's what I think about. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think it was after this win, which, yeah, All Quiet in the Western Front won uh, production design. Um, after this win, I'm like, oh boy, what's happening here? Is is why is all quiet picking up these awards again? I'm I I, I feel you uh, when you said earlier that um, there are m- more worthy uh, 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 pictures, like m- uh, more worthy contenders here uh, compared to all quiet in the Western Front. And yeah. again, I'm going to kick this movie as much as possible for the remainder of this episode. Um, I see we both we both put down Babylon for best production design, <laughs> uh, and we were both wrong. It all it went to all quiet, but again, come on! I'm talking to the Oscar voting body. Well, I don't, I don't, Marcus. Do you do you understand this? Do you get this? I I don't get this. There is nothing. The entirety of All Quiet on the Western Front is it? It's not an unconvincing movie. I, I believe they were in the trenches. They were in the shit. They had the bunker and shit, but like, yeah. And uh, all the stuff on the battlefield and all over. Like, of course it looks good. I'm not going to say it doesn't, but I don't think the entirety of that movie measures up to even just the mansion in the first hour of Babylon. Yeah. The uh, amount of detail, the amount of planning, the amount of, how the fuck did they keep that set running for multiple days to shoot the amount of footage they had to shoot? How, how did the production design people do that? And they did it perfectly. Amazingly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I, and, and I'm with you and, and then it, the rest of the movie. Yeah. And, and listen, we're both big Babylon fans. Marcus is a bigger Babylon fan than I am. Apparently, <laughs> but I'm with you, and, and and this wasn't just me saying I want Babylon to win. This was me saying Babylon des- deserves it, but also I could see voters, if anything, awarding this because it's 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 showing you the behind the scenes of Hollywood filmmaking, and it feels like it gets it right, and it, it and like those sets feel alive. Um, uh, there's like a large sequence in the middle where I just I can vis- I can perfectly envision maybe it's because I've seen this movie like four times I can envision that set of a set and it's big it's beautiful it's like old Hollywood and it just again it feels right but no let's just let's just pick the movie shit. that shows us the same war shit, shit 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 <laughs> I fucked up you're still recording I'm still recording yeah I I, ac- I just accidentally closed Skype <laughs> You hung up. I'm trying to clear up space so I can just flip around easier between the awards and Skype and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, I fucked up. I was just <clears> rambling <throat> on about Babylon. 
As you should, as we all should. Uh, the one type of a, of joke that Jimmy Kimmel did do in the monologue that I uh, <clears throat> that is akin to ah, nobody saw women talking because it's a uh, an independent film. He did do one joke that's like. Oh, Babylon uh, lost a yeah. hundred million dollars. No, whatever. And you know what? Ultimately, that is probably what it fucking comes down to. Is like potentially people are upset that the movie didn't make money, or they just like attribute that as instant failure. And hey, that it, was it the most critically well received movie too. Either like I actually don't know. The, the, no, it, I, it wasn't hugely critically received. It wasn't like a. It yeah. was. It wasn't a hit. In terms of what makes an Oscar movie a hit, um, yeah, because even the Hurt Locker didn't make a bunch of money, but people loved it. Uh, the critics loved it, and they eventually gave it Best Picture because it, it was like so well regarded. But Babylon doesn't have that behind it, um, and I, I, I was frankly surprised it got two nominations. And yeah. but I'm like, it, it's a shoe in for at least one, uh, maybe both. And I thought for sure, again, just to reiterate, it had a lot going for it. It made sense that it was going to win in my head. I picked it. Marcus, you picked it. We both lost. Um, And it went to All Quiet. Again, in regards to production design, a pretty boring standard choice. Um, But that, hey, yeah, around this time, I, I wanted to just give up. I wanted just to say, you know what? I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I thought on the Western Front, you you were you were feeling it closing in because the next category is re- was really my my moment of just just thinking about my life and everything <laughs> leading up to this moment. Um, let's talk about best score. <sighs> uh, and we heard that uh, uh, we heard that a lot this this uh, this evening. Uh, best score went to All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, which is insane to me. It's insane. Marcus? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. I when they played the the little snippets from each each thing. I was like, how could you possibly give it to this? I do remember thinking when I was watching All Quiet that I liked the score, but also nothing stands out from it and nothing remains in my head other than what the Oscars beat into me last night. Yeah. Um, When I can pretty accurately remember the scores from Babylon Banshee's uh, Fablemans and even Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Uh, Now... I'll just say, having said all that, reviewing our uh, ballots, you went with Babylon, which should have won. Yeah. I did put down all quiet on the Western Front. (laughs) Because, do you know why? Not only was I doing the research, I'm like, okay, apparently people like this score. But uh, I can't tell you exactly why I went with all quiet. I just felt that... Uh, it, it, it it may be that that simple thing of of uh, of uh, how do I say this? Because I don't I don't want to say this this in, in the positive. The score certainly stands out in the movie. Like like w- when I was watching All Quiet, and that and that little bum 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 like popped up. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And 
I'm like, it does, I think I said this when we talked about All Quiet when I saw All Quiet. I'm like, does that even fit? It just feels like so out of... I, it doesn't belong in a movie like this, or it's like too modern. I what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess I, I guess I can see people seeing that as a positive. When I'm like, no, when something like Babylon has this like fucking great like jazz score that's all throughout the movie that really represents the the time and place of the movie that feels like it. I, I love the soundtrack of Babylon. I'm constantly playing it. It's in my it's in my head. I, like you said, Marcus, it's it it gets stuck in your head. Comparing that to All Quiet, yeah. yeah. I I at this point during the telecast, like I said, I wanted to just jump into traffic and just end it all. Uh, Banshees, like it, it feels like it's 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 sparingly used, but it feels really authentic and scores the movie perfectly. Uh, the Fablemans, uh. I was, you know what? J- John Williams is 80 whatever the fuck years old, 90, 900, 996 years old, right? Yeah. And, and the oldest nominee in history, uh, not going to be around too much. There was, there was, there was retire, like pretty firm retirement rumors not that long ago. I was like, why, why is, why is he not the one that has the juice for this? Yeah. I still don't quite understand that. I'm gonna say because of the research and because like I said it just feels like it's it's in the movie and in your face that's why I gave all quiet like that that's why I picked all quiet in this category but just jumping on what you said I was very close to I was very close to, to, to giving it to John Williams I thought yeah it makes sense even though I don't think it's an amazing score He's still it's still great compared to, to like all quiet. And it's still John Williams. It's like still John Williams. Ennio Morricone won his for Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, well, that one was like I think he had never won before, but still. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but still, John, John Williams, Williams has, but he hasn't won since like the eighties. Exactly, he hasn't right? won in a while. I don't think. Actually, maybe we should look that up because I'm curious too. Um, but yeah, th- there are better cases to be made with every other contender in this category i just don't understand why all quiet gets this uh and this is why i was worried i'm like well if it's getting these awards that it shouldn't rightfully get (laughs) that that it 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 was signaling maybe it'll get best picture so that's what i thought when um it won best score all right next category uh it is visual effects okay this one's simple right we're, 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 we're back on the on the ground floor here. I'm pretty sure we both picked Avatar, right? For best visual effects? Yeah, the, this was... Yeah. Yeah. There was yeah. no other choice. There's no... Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, it, it's... Uh, I, I, I was one of those assholes who was mad that uh, Everything Everywhere didn't get on the shortlist for, for best visual effects. But, really, if it got nominated, there was no chance it was going to win. Nothing was going to win over Avatar The Way of Water. Um, Nothing should have won. No. Uh, period. Nothing should have won. They should just give her this category. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm still trying to look up John Williams' uh, Oscars. Uh, as I do that, what's the next category, Marcelo? All right. It is... Oh, here we go. We're into the screenplays. First up. Original. To the screenplays. To the screenplays, my man. Uh, original screenplay. Do you remember what you put down? 
original screenplay, I put down The Banshees of Mina Sheeran. Ah, and I put down The Winner. Everything Everywhere. All at once. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I was yeah. hoping not to see three speeches from these boys tonight. <laughs> on hey, that night. but you did. You did see three speeches from the dudes. I did indeed. Um, we'll talk about more. We'll talk about that later. Uh, you could, I, I remember last episode I said, hey, Marcus, save all that energy they have <laughs> for, 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 for the Daniels. Uh, it does feel like all your energy has been zapped, though. You, have, you, have you, z- <laughs> you love the mo- movie so much. Do you agree with this this particular win? Uh, let me look at the this particular win. On. Don't don't hold on. I'll, I'll ask you the same question with director later. Don't don't bring direction or anything into this. Do you agree with this particular win? Uh, okay, okay. Again, just to reiterate, I love everything everywhere. It's my number one of the year. Um, actually, I, 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 we we did an episode on screenplays. What did I say was the number one screenplay? I'll, I'll look at that. Uh, mm. Let's see. Uh, I asked myself because I have. The just plain do not know. Um, so, looking at the category here, we have Benches of Inishir and Everything Everywhere, The Fableman's Tar, Triangle of Sadness. I, okay, it, if it was my Oscars uh, from these five, is this is this what you're asking? Yeah. The Fableman's. I would have given it to The Fableman's. And you would have been right to do so with that oh. race car driving by your house. <laughs> if I already knew the Daniels were going to get the, the director award and best picture. And I think you mentioned this in a past episode. Just give it to, just give it to Spielberg for Fableman's and Kushner. Yeah. Cause not only is that script solid, it works so well, um, separated from the direction. Not only is it worthy because it's a great script, it would have been great for Spielberg to have a writing Oscar because he's never won an, a writing sure. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And just to have a moment on the night uh, where his his most personal work that we've ever gotten or have gotten since, like, the 70s with him, since, like, Close Encounters or E.T. Yeah. His most personal work, popu- possibly ever. It got, it got, I, it got no love. I, I, I want to see him speak yeah. about that fucking movie. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and nothing. No. Well, well, we we luckily got Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner. <laughs> which, hey, I I uh, again for movie of the year, uh, I'm I'm happy that it won, but I I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt though. The fact that f- like Fableman's got nothing, Tar got nothing, Banshee's got nothing. Just get, uh, spread the love around. Triangle Sadness got nothing. Triangle of Sadness got nothing. Well, well, Triangle of Sadness is. I mean, that, that that's number five on the Even list. Got shut out of the immemorium. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, looking back weeks ago, uh, when we did our original screenplay and adapted screenplay episode, uh, I put down Crimes of the Future as my number one original and Everything Everywhere as my number two original. Uh, and then Tar, Fablemans, and Nope. But again, knowing what we know now, I would have given it to Fablemans. Uh, anyway, best adapted screenplay. Uh, what did you put down for best adapted screenplay? I am not sure. Oh no, I, I picked All Quiet, didn't yes, I? Yes, you did pick All Quiet. Yeah. Happy uh, to be wrong. Yeah, I put down Women Talking. Oh, by the way, I I, I put down um, Everything Everywhere 
Um, and wait, uh, what was it that you put down for original screenplay? Banshees. <clears throat> Fair. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you put down All Quiet for Adapted. I put down Woman Talking for Adapted. I felt like it was Sarah Pauly's Time to Shine. Uh, I, and and <laughs> this was me being hopeful because I saw there were there was there was a uh, there was talk of all quiet getting adapted. I mean, you put down all uh, you know all quiet for adapted, but I'm glad I went with Polly, and I'm I'm happy uh, that that she went on and, and uh, on stage and you know, had a speech, and it was great seeing her. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know that much about Sarah Polly, but I did look her up earlier and. Uh, turns out I, she directed and wrote one of my favorite movies. I, I love Take This Waltz so much. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Um, I need to see it. Yeah, I, I really, I, I, I loved it. I, I've, I've loved it since, since I, I, I saw, it, I saw it the time it came out, and it was a like a kind of a weirdly form. It, it was in that year where I got like most into film I've ever been, and it was a weirdly formative uh, film for me, surprisingly so. Speaking of formative uh, we talking, films. Uh, oh wait, yeah. let me say this. Speaking of formative films, she she also was the star of uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. So I I for, I I, oh, I, I knew that, but I forgot uh, that all season until somebody posted a picture of her from the Dawn of the De- from the Dawn of the Dead remake uh, after she won. I, I and, no clue. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying, Marcus? Women talking. I watched it. Oh, you watched it. This is breaking news. I, we we haven't talked I did about watch this. It. I did watch it. How uh, how do you feel about those women that talked at you? I think it's about time that us men sat down and listened. Exactly. <laughs> is my is my PC answer? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was fine. I don't know. The performances are fine. I really like the score. I genuinely really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by that's by... the thing that stood out the most to me. By the, the 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 woman's name who I cannot pronounce, uh, who also did the score for Tar, who also won an Oscar for Joker. We've talked yeah, about Hildur Gunnstalter yes. or something like that. Yes, Marcus, good. Thank you for for attempting it. I'm sure you got it right, but uh, I, I cannot pronounce it for my life. I think she's great. I think she's amazing. Um, I, I do like that score a lot. I like the score in Tar, but we're not talking about her this year because the Oscars are. Dumb. Weird. They gave what it the to. They yeah, gave that, it to fucking all get, quiet. Uh, to put to put all quiet above the non-nominee women talking score. Just that alone is infuriating. Anyway, speaking of sound, wait. Speaking of score, a score <laughs> is also a sound. Speaking of the sound that women make when they're talking, <laughs> best sound. Uh, the winner was Top Gun Maverick. Looking at our ballots, we both picked Top Gun Maverick. Uh, good job on us, Marcus. Uh, of course. It, <laughs> hey. Plane go vroom. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it, it seemed like the, the, the obvious pick when doing my research. And if you ask me, I don't know, well-deserved. It, it's definitely a great-sounding movie. Don't you agree, Marcus? Uh, one of the best sounding. One of the best sounding movies. <laughs> uh, this is this is one of the ones where if they were still doing sound design and sound mixing, I probably would have went for it for sound mixing, but not necessarily design. It is a bummer that they went like, you know what? Let's just merge these. 
So you have like one less technical Oscar, which sucks. They should they should add, they should be adding more categories than than cutting them down. Um, but anyway, we both got Top Gun, best sound. Moving on. Yeah, it tends to go to loud movies. Yeah, loud. Uh, yeah, that's generally what I went with. Best original song. What? Okay, let's talk about this. Uh, so they were doing the uh, as your typical Oscars. They did the performances throughout the night. The first one was uh, applause from "Tell It Like a Woman," performed by Diane Warren or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, Diane Warren. Yes, that was certainly a song. I don't remember even a second of it. Um, then they went to "This Is a Life" from "Everything Everywhere All at Once." Um, I didn't like that performance. Uh, did you? I liked it. I liked it okay. <laughs> I, I I did see it again before recording, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Stephanie Shu uh, stepped in. Oh, uh, uh, Stephanie Shu stepped in for Mitski, who couldn't Mitski. attend. Uh, but Stephanie, I mean Stephanie Shu had a night. I'll say this: Stephanie Shu. Uh, she is uh, having a moment right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean physically. I think the night took a toll on her <laughs> because <laughs> if it, 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 she, I, I mean, I, I like her. She may not have been the best pick to to perform with David Byrne for that song, only because I think again, like uh, she, she just saw like uh, um, you know. Kehu Kwan win an Oscar and she was like thrilled and like crying and you know 10 minutes later she has to go perform with David Byrne <laughs> she's like yeah. go yeah go, go from her seat to like the backstage change uh, you know <laughs> perform next to David Byrne who has hot dog fingers on his hands um, I don't know I, I, Dave, David Byrne was doing what David Byrne does yeah and like if you like that you like that I like that uh, I think he clashed too much in a way that he doesn't on the actual song, but I think yeah. he clashed too much in this live performance with her. It was her it, voice. Yeah, it wasn't a good live performance. I'll, I'll give it that. But I, yeah. I, I, I liked the attempt. I, I liked the song, but I'll say I like the song, and it, but it's not like the best song in the world. It's I, I, I yeah. think I think I said this in the boring Discord. I, I wouldn't say boring. It's like a perfect. And credit song where I just listen to it as I'm walking out of the movie theater, and I don't really think about it much at all later. Uh, it, it's it's a fine walking out uh, song. So 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 yeah, performance not fantastic. I, I I liked the the people dancing around. I mean, I liked David Byrne and Hot Dog Fingers. Like that was all fine. I, I liked Stephanie Hsu's dress, but the actual singing of it, the performance, eh, lacking. But. The well, next performance yeah. was Natu Natu, the one I was most excited to see. I was surprised they put it on third and not last, first off. Uh, wh- what did you think of the performance of Natu Natu? I enjoyed the performance of Natu Natu, although somebody on Twitter said, uh, and I'm going to keep referencing Twitter. I don't know if you guys know about Twitter. Um, great website. Twitter.com. Uh, yeah, great, great website. Runs fine. Uh, run by a fine man. Uh, really, nothing bad has happened because of Twitter. I, I I would recommend if you if your eyes already like Twitter, uh, sign up for Twitter Blue. 
And yeah. It's only eight dollars a month. Like it's only eight dollars. Good service. Yeah, yeah. You can write tweets that are like a thousand words long. Um, yeah. That I uh, <laughs> when when I see that from like a blue check mark now, I know to block them. By the way, <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read that shit, and I'm not gonna follow you or or want to see your tweets ever again. So you're blocked. So thank you, Twitter Blue, for making that a lot easier for me. I saw on Twitter that, uh, and and this, I kind of see this. Somebody on Twitter said that the performance felt like it was like at half speed. Because it's it's definitely not as, like, frantic. I say that in a positive. Not as frantic as, like, the the, the film performance. But come on. I think it was as close to what we see in the movie. Like, a, 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 a recreation of that. The, the the production value, it it was it was good it was fine and, and it was and it was a it was a definitely a lively performance. Marcus, what what'd you think of it? For me, it underwhelmed a little bit. It was still fun. It was still cool. Um, I think that yeah, it, it just felt like something was a little off. I can't put my finger on what. Uh, I read before the ceremony that they were not bringing in any of the people who like actually worked on the choreography to like help yeah. put the number together. That makes and sense. I thought that sucked. And then I saw people saying that the none of the dancers were even Indian. Yeah. Which I thought was like insane. That's insane. Um so that sucks, but uh oh it was a decent performance. I, I saw pe- I didn't watch it, but I remember seeing people freak the fuck out about the Golden Globes performance of the song. And I, I wonder if that was a better performance huh. or not. I I saw I saw most of the Golden Glows and I don't remember that performance. What mm. uh, what? Oh, that's interesting that you say that. The the one thing I remember from the Golden Globes in terms of uh, Natu Natu is okay. Yeah, Natu Natu wins uh, the Oscar. Yeah, and the 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 person who accepted the award. Um, he he also the he also accepted the 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 Golden Globe, and it it feels like for the Oscar acceptance speech he really had it planned out <laughs> and for the yeah. golden globe speech he really did not have it planned out so mm. i'm glad he had time to prepare because it was it felt like it was an obvious not obvious but it felt like uh, all, all roads were leading to not to not to winning which was good so he had he had um i, I liked his speech by the way and i i, yeah. I, I think it was uh, cute the speech was cute the the song's great uh, i'm glad I mean, the right winner won. Yeah. Uh, oh. The fourth performance, yeah, though, was my favorite performance of the night. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick song. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, so hold good. My Hand yeah. by Lady Gaga. She performed a very stripped down version where she was just in like a black T-shirt, uh, less makeup. Not 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 how you expect to see Lady Gaga. Torn jeans. Uh, far from her, from her monster days. <clears throat> it's actually just. The same monster. It's like she just got off the set of Joker 2 and was like, you know what? It's, it's just like that. It's just like she just, I mean, we could have seen on stage her and her Joker costume. Like that could be, uh, she could be the new Joker and that's how the Joker is dressed in Joker 2. But this perform and this performance kicked ass. She hey, was into it. Speaking you of which, it. this performance is happening right before my eyes. As I'm replaying the Oscars right now. Oh my goodness! The perfect timing. Well, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, phenomenal shit. I'm in agreement, Marcus. I love this, and and yeah, uh, it should be noted that initially, like two weeks ago, uh, the news came out that Lady Gaga was not going to be at the Oscars, uh, which 
should we talk about that? You know, Tom Cruise didn't show up. Jim James Cameron didn't show up. Um, I mean, I get why they wouldn't show up because you know, Tom Cruise, I'm sure, is still filming Mission Impossible. Um, he 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 figures, you know what? Uh, Tom it, Top Gun's not going to win Best Picture, so I might might not as well show up. James Cameron, though, yeah, maybe the same. Maybe he's busy, you know, doing post production on Avatar three. He's like, you know what? I've been there. I'm not going to win, so why bother going? Lady Gaga, though, like, yeah, maybe she. I I, I don't. I I guess my my thought is I don't blame these people for not showing up. You know, if they figure they're not going to win. Uh, and yeah, Lady Gaga, she's filming the new Joker. She's busy with that, and I, it makes sense for her not to be there. She's a busy woman, and she figures she may not win. But then, I don't know, uh, she changed her mind, I guess, because of people were... There's apparently an outcry of people saying, why isn't Lady Gaga going to be there? I certainly was bummed when I read the news. Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, of course. I, 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 I love her, and I, I love to see her perform the song. And I guess she changed her tune. She's like, you know what? Little monsters are right. I'm gonna show up to the Oscars. I'm gonna do this, and it was a, it was a like last minute decision, because uh, well, like it was like the day before that the that the news came out that she was gonna show up, or maybe the day of. I forget, but very close yeah. to the ceremony, and yeah, it, it does feel stripped down because of that. It feels like maybe she just did, like she just didn't have time to do anything else other than, you know come out in a black shirt and went with it and it made down. the performance even better. Yeah. It was a great performance. I'm, I'm going to, and, and, and in the end, a picture of Tony Scott was back there. Oh, that oh was my God. Uh, unexpected, but uh, I'm so glad they did that. Incredible. Uh, uh, yeah. What a moment. Yeah. And our final performance, uh, that song from black Panther, Wakanda forever is called lift me up performed by Rihanna. Uh, it was good. Good performance. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have put it on last, but you know they they went they went you know pretty all out with that performance. I'd say yeah, uh, did a good job of presenting it and solid it was good. Yeah, solid. Yeah, uh, but yeah, of course, like like we said, not two, not two, one. Uh, well deserved. Um, very happy that it won. Uh, dreams do come true, do they not, Marcus? <laughs> that. Uh, Certainly is true, Marcel. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to say about best song as we move on? No. Film editing. Ah, Here wow. we go. Film editing. Now, Marcus, the magic of editing. You famously said on this show that the Academy Awards, the voting body, in this category in particular. They go for the movie that is the most edited. Yeah. I said that. You said that, right? And I, I kept said that. I kept that in mind when I made my pick for best film editing. I'm like, you know what, Marcus has a good point. Also, I mean and and, and, I, and I forget what the prediction said. I think it was kind of split between Everything Everywhere and Top Gun. I almost picked Top Gun, but then you know what? I went with everything everywhere all at once. I think partly because of what you said. Because it, hey, I love everything everywhere. And I'll admit, it has the most editing <laughs> of yeah. um, these five movies. Uh, Marcus, it looks here, it looks like you also picked everything everywhere all at once. Yep. 
for the same reason. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that. That's how I feel about the category. That's how I feel they usually give it out. Um, the mo- the loudest editing possible. Uh, I feel like wins it. Now, I, of course, putting it next to Elvis and Top yeah. Gun, it doesn't necessarily look like that. But when you're watching the movie and you're like watching the final thirty or forty minutes of the movie, and it's constantly cutting in between uh, different different sets and stuff, like that's what you got to think about. Which, which I did, by the way. Have I mentioned that? That right after the Oscars, um, I had to I had to tabulate the Oscar pool. And what did I put on uh, the TV uh, in the background as I did this? To celebrate their big win, everything, everywhere, all at once. I saw it again, and uh, yeah, you're right. They definitely they they it's 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 an attack on the senses, as somebody would say. Um, it was the most edited movie and it won the best film editing Oscar. And apparently the editor, uh, according to my feed, pretty hot. Marcus, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I did also hear that. Uh, it's his second film he ever edited. Uh, to the moon with this man. <laughs> to, to the moon. Much luck to you. Uh, we hope you had sex that night. Uh, all right. <laughs> Uh, best director. Oh, let's, here we are. Let's talk about it. The, the, here this, we are. This is the category Marcus really wants to dig deep on. <sighs> Man. <laughs> Man. Uh, but okay. First off, yes, the Daniels won, of course. And we both put down the Daniels uh, for our picks on, uh, on, on the, uh, in the Oscar pool. We both got that right. Well, Marcus, all right, you have the floor. Your thoughts on the Daniels winning Best Director? Who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> Who the fuck are these guys? These... Who the fuck will these guys be mm-hmm. to film history? They seem like assholes. I don't like them. Uh, I do not believe in their work. That's it. I don't fucking, I don't fucking <laughs> like these guys. I don't think they measure up. I think they made one movie that a lot of people like, and that's good. People like the movie. Good for them. Uh, people like Swiss Army Man, too. I don't think that's a good movie. Uh, people like Death of Dick Long. I guess I haven't seen that, but only one of them did that. Um, yeah, guess which one? And they uh, <laughs> they were a bunch of music video produ- uh, directors, I guess. That's how they feel to me, um, and not in necessarily a great way, like how... Uh, who's a Mick G? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah, they're about a Mick G level to me. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, what are you, uh, wait, are, are you done before I can jump in? Yeah, I'm done. I don't. I don't you, fucking you like these guys. You just don't like these guys. You just don't like these. I just dudes. don't like them, and I don't think this. This win will look good in the future. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. As I don't get good vibes off of these fellas. I was okay. I was listening to you. I I, I, I hear you. I see you. I feel you. Right. Uh, but as I was doing that, I was going through the history of the best director winners. Right. Who's in the pantheon, Marcelo? Okay. So let's just talk about the last. Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, Wait, Steven no. Spielberg. Let, um, how about how about we just talk about the last uh, twenty-one years? All right. Okay. All right. In the year two thousand, 
uh, hey, I mean, I, I didn't Ridley mean, Scott. Uh, well, he was nominated. Um, he did not win. Okay. He did not win. Um, okay, how about this? Here's a game. Instead of the Gold Derby game, play Who Won? Oh. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this with every category. Oh, is it fucking America? Uh, Sam Mendes? No, no, no. That was that was the previous year. That was 1999. I'm not going to do this with every Let's go category. go back 22 years. Sam Mendes. <laughs> oh, good job. How you got that one. one? Hold up. You got one point. Uh, for the year 2000, the nominees were Stephen Daldry for Billy Elliot, Ang Lee for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Ridley Scott for, Gladlade, for Gladiator, Steven Soderbergh for Traffic. Steven Soderbergh for Aaron Brockovich. Who won, Marcus? I don't know. Uh, Steven Soderbergh for Traffic? Yep, he won. Okay. I don't know okay. th- I don't know the history. I don't I don't know if any other director has been nominated twice. That's that's crazy, yeah. I had no clue. For two great I'm movies, afraid. by the way. I mean I'm biased. I yeah. think he's the best Absolutely. ever. Um, but yeah, he won for traffic, well deserved, over Ridley Scott. Gladiator won Best Picture that year. Um, all right, let's keep going. Let's just speed through these. Two thousand one, Ron I Howard. Can't do this twenty two times. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just keep in mind though. But to your point, I, I, I just want to make a point of like, here's the last twenty years of Oscar winners. Let's just think about that in the pantheon compared to the Daniels. Okay. Well, does Steven Soderbergh be, belong in the pantheon? Yes. So there we go. Let's. I, I want to speed through these. Ron Howard, A Beautiful Mind. Roman Polanski, The Pianist. Peter Jackson, Return of the King. Clint Eastwood, Million Dollar Baby. Ang Lee, Brokeback Mountain. Scorsese, Departed. Co- uh, the Coen Brothers, No Country. Danny Boyle, Slum Dog Millionaire. Catherine Bigelow, Hurt Locker. Tom fucking Hooper for The King's Speech. M- Michelle Hasanekovis for The Artist. Ang Lee, wow. Life of Pi. Alfonso Cuaron, Gravity. <sighs> Alejandro Gonzalez Iniratu for Birdman. Alejandro Gonzalez Iniratu for The Revenant. Yeah. Damien Chazelle for La La Land. Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Chloe Zhao for Nomad Land. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. And finally, the Daniels for everything ever. Do those two assholes live up to any of those names in there? Do you think? In my opinion, yes. In your opinion, okay, I'll say in my opinion, they're definitely better than Inuratu. They're definitely better than Tom okay. Hooper. They're definitely better than uh, okay. as much as I like uh, uh, Michelle Havasankevitz's. Sorry, French guy. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, I, sure. I did. I did not like the artist that much. But I'll give you all three of those. I, I didn't like the artist that much, but I do like his OSS one one seven movies. Those are funny. Um, better than that guy. Better than uh, Polanski won in two thousand two in two thousand two twenty years ago. Polanski yeah. won. What? Yeah, what? that's insane. That's insane. that's ridiculous. Um, uh, peep, they held on. Hollywood held on to that guy for a ridiculous amount of time. Um, <clears throat> uh, the uh, wh- bu- 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 Ron Howard, I do not think he's a great director. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh my god, he does not have. Hold on, look, I'm sorry. Shut up, shut up, oh, yeah, shut, yeah, up. Okay. shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I think he belongs there, absolutely, but I don't think he ever really. Gives his movies never hit as hard as I want them to. Yeah. But does he always give me a good movie? I think 
I'd say yes. I'd say he's like a totally solid fucking workman's actor who just like puts in the work, makes good movies. I don't think he makes masterpiece next level shit ever, but like, has he made great movies? Yes. I I'm sort of in agreement. I'm mean, he's not my favorite director, but he's like you said, like a workhorse director. Um, yeah. I, I said, I said, Oh, uh, because I just remembered I saw a fucking Ron Howard movie this weekend and I completely forgot about it. <laughs> I saw, oh, oh, a new one. No, I saw uh, Apollo 13. And for the first time oh, in like yeah. 25 years. And it's, it's, See? it's solid. Uh, it's, it's solid. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like it's not great, but it's solid. And also I saw it because uh, it was one of those like rare occurrences where it won like a lot of um, awards beforehand and, and it was expected to win. And then it like lost to Braveheart. So I think it won like the PGA and like maybe like WGA or something or DGA. And then it fucking lost the best picture Oscar. Anyway, Ron Howard, adequate director. I have not seen A Beautiful Mind. Maybe that's his best work. Maybe that's astonishing, but I don't know. Well, but to, to, to fully answer your question about the Daniels and, like, you know, the, 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 the future of cinema, I don't hate to say it. You're going to hate to hear me say it to you, Marcus. I think they're the future of cinema as much as you don't like them. Um, okay. It, it feels to me. Uh, I accept it. It feels to me, and and I, I get it though, because one of my great friends, who I saw uh, everything everywhere all at once with, um, like she was there when I saw it for the first time. We both saw it together, about like a year ago now, like a year ago this week. She came out of it. She came out of that movie saying it's amazing, and she said, "This movie is for like the TikTok generation." And she, she's a bit younger than me, and I'm like, I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> as much as I don't like to hear that. To me, that makes perfect sense. Like, maybe... I mean, you're not even that old, Marcus. You're like, what, like 27? Right? Correct. Yeah. Oof, I, I pulled that one out of my ass. Um, I... <laughs> yeah. It, it's the future of cinema, whether we like it or not. It, 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 does, it does feel to me like if I were 16 now seeing that movie, it'd probably blow me away. And... Yeah. and uh, and I'm I, I'm more cynical now than perhaps I was then. Yeah. And I can give it up to that. I can recognize that. Uh, I still don't. I don't know. I just I don't know. And I, I and I I am a fan of their work. I've seen every movie they've done. They've only done like what two other movies. <laughs> I I liked yeah. <laughs> Swiss Army Man a lot. I liked The Death of Dick Long. Um, and I like. I think the one of the best music videos of all time is their music video for turn, turn down for what that to me is a masterpiece. Uh, so what, what that creep saying when he won the Oscar, he said, uh, this is for all the mommies. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Was okay. That? Listen, I'm not judging these people <laughs> by their personality or the, what they say. <laughs> their work speaks to me. I don't want them speaking to me. Oh, that guy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I think they're fine. It, it, Daniel. Sh- I, th- I thought Quan's speech was like. No, yeah, was no, yeah, yeah. Uh, Quan is great. Uh, Shiner is a little odd, but it's fine. Whatever. He's, he's, he's a little freak. That's fine. Um, I do like them. Marcus, you don't like them. We're at odds. We still have more to discuss because uh, we, uh, we got to talk about actress. Oscar, uh, we, we, hey, Marcus, we got we got to talk about the Oscars. Okay, we got to talk, we gotta about, talk about the Oscars. About the Oscars. 
I, I have said my piece. I feel like you've said your piece. Yeah. I, I don't think this win will, will hold up in 20 years. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I want to say one more thing. Tom fucking Hooper. Uh, okay. I've, I've, sure. I've said this before. I know maybe, maybe not on this series, but I've said it before in other podcasts, the 2010 year that broke my brain in terms of Oscar seasons. Um, because the, I, it solidified my thought that I still hold to this day. I have this love hate thing with the Oscars. Um, I love this game. I love, you know, movies. I love the ceremony for the most part. Uh, but sometimes they just, I, I just am so pissed off at their decision. A real, right? A real dinger every 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So, or every decade. So Tom Hooper is like, I, every feeling you have, I think now I had with Tom Hooper in 2010, I can't stand the guy, um, him winning over. Let's look at that list. Look at this fucking list. Yeah. Well, Tell me it. What Tell is, me it. Yeah. one of these assholes doesn't deserve, deserve to be here, but look at the four other people. So Tom Hooper won in 2010 over Darren Aronofsky for Black Swan, the Coens for no. True Grit, Fincher no. for The Social Network. No. And also David Arroso for The Fighter. But Fincher wow. for The Social <laughs> Network, that to me is like the best directed movie of the last, of, of, of the 2010s. And it, for, for Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, or I, I don't necessarily agree with that statement, but like, <laughs> of those five, 100%, yeah. you should have won that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think The King's Speech is a fine movie. It's, it's okay. fine. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think Les Mis is great. I, I, uh, I'm a fan of Les Mis. I do like, I, I like yeah. Les Mis better than King's Speech. Sure, yeah, I do too. Absolutely. I do too. Yeah. Uh, Danish Girl. Oh, man, that one's unfortunate. Oh, I forgot that he did that. Yeah. yeah, and he did cats. Oh and, you know. boy! Oh boy! I, I appreciate a big swing every now and then. <laughs> and that was the last thing he ever did. He's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it. Uh, but uh, but for for me again to close this book. Yeah, twelve years ago, Hooper winning that year really threw me for a loop. I'm like, okay, maybe they just they're not going to get it right every single year. <laughs> and to me, that <laughs> win it did not age that well. Uh, the end. All right. And also Inuratu winning two years in a row. Fuck that. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Actor in a leading role. This one was dicey uh, in terms of oh, balance. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, looking at the pool, here's a nice stat. Uh, for all the people who put in the... Uh, for all the people who filled out a ballot for the Oscar pool for Talk Film Society, this category was the most missed. Uh, wow. I do not know what you put down because I'm scrolling through the other people's, but do you remember? Or, or I put uh, Butler. I also put Butler. And baby, we were wrong. Uh, Brendan, yeah, we were wrong. Brendan Fraser won for The Whale. Marcus, your thoughts? Um, This uh, I, this one, I, I still retain this. Uh, Colin Farrell was my number one choice. Yeah, but my number two and three are Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler. Not necessarily in that order; they could swap around forever if they'd like. <clears throat> uh, Colin Farrell is my number one, though, and like the other two are very closely behind. I'm sure if I saw After Sun, Paul Mescal potentially he's number one. But uh, but uh, but yeah, I I am not upset about this at all. Um, yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. Uh, Brendan Fraser gave a great speech. 
Um, I, I liked him in the movie. I think he gave an amazing performance in The Whale. Um, so, like, I, I'm not upset about this one bit, even if, like, I would have personally given it to Colin Farrell. Uh, I feel almost the same way, um, except for the fact I don't like The Whale at all as a movie. But I do like uh, Brendan Fraser in it, and I'm happy that he won an award. Um, and, yeah, my my pick of Butler was uh was more of like yeah it felt like an oscar pick yeah, if it, it felt like it they're, felt, they're gonna give yeah. a, a biopic an award for for acting of course they are because they always yeah. do but they didn't uh, renee renee zellweger for judy yeah uh that fucking god-awful piece of shit movie yeah which i saw and reviewed i think for the site i barely remember that Ugh. um i uh wait rami malik for Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it there, there's a trend and it felt like and and, and I I like Butler a lot more than those people and I think it it, it 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 made sense to me. But hey, we both picked Butler, we both are wrong. And this one's actually a good movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, bad movie. Judy, bad movie. Mm-hmm. This one, good movie. And Marcus couldn't get it done. Yeah. Oh wait, no, Elvis. Elvis? No, 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 in no, Marcus's sorry, so sorry. opinion, <laughs> I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Excuse me. I thought you were talking about the whale. Uh, oh no, 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 I, I'm not. Uh, I, in Marcus's opinion, good movie, but like, I get it. I'm not going to win anybody over by saying that. But I might even lose a few people. That's okay. Elvis, though, we can agree on. We both can agree on record. Elvis, good movie, good, good, movie. Movie. good movie, better than Judy. Better it slaps. Than it fucks. Rhapsody. It bangs. Yeah, it's a banger. They got zero Oscars. Um, Jesus Christ. All right. Best lead actress. So Michelle Yeoh won. I, my, maybe, hey, controversial take, my favorite win of the evening. Uh, I, 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 uh, I slapped my big fat thigh when she won. I, I, I didn't. Hot dog, you said. <laughs> Hot dog fingers, I said. Uh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh won. Marcus, I see on your ballot you put down Kate Blanchett. Oh, you thought she I was going to win. I put down Yo. Of course, this one was a tough one because I thought, yeah, it was Yo or Blanchett. Either one was going to win. I basically flipped the, flipped the coin, went with Yo. Like every prediction I looked up, every research you know article I read was like, yeah, it's it's either Blanchett or Yo. There's like no real like front runner. Um, Yo, she got the she got the juice at the last minute. Yeah, she she got that little she got the little push. So I, I yeah, that's why I went with Yo. I felt that little push I think helped. Blanchett though, if Blanchett had won, I, I it would have been not a bad thing. I, I do love Blanchett and Tar, but hey, she's got one already. She's got two already. Come on, uh, two. I, Come hey, on. I, I I learned that after reading Michelle Yo's Instagram. Blanchett has <laughs> Blanchett has two already. So. Uh, let have, let Yo have one. Uh, great speech, another great speech. Oh yeah, and yeah. and, and Brendan Fraser's speech was also heartfelt. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So all these speeches. I, I, I loved how much like how excited he was for the makeup people. Yes, yes. Like how he, he 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 clearly worked so closely with them and isn't like an asshole about it and like yeah. abandons them. Yeah, he seems so happy for the makeup people when they won. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the award for happiest person for other people 
uh, was uh, Stephanie Kwan. Kwan. Stephanie, Stephanie Shu. That's Stephanie Shu. Yeah. Who, sure. who? Like I was saying earlier, like she was crying after Kei Kwan won. Then she performed with David Byrne. Yeah. Then she went back to her seat and proceeded to cry for the next like four hours because like I, I, I by the time Michelle Yeoh won, like she she was like hand in her head just crying, just bawling her eyes. Out. Yeah. So I felt. It felt bad for her. Get her some water. Like get her get some tissues. Like she's she's really going through it. <laughs> uh, Michelle Yeoh wins, and now the final category of the evening. Well, hold on. I, I didn't get to say I'm happy about Michelle Yeoh winning. Okay. Too. I mean, I I don't like that movie. I like it. the performances. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, I I think you went on record saying she's the best part about that movie, right? She is the best part of that movie. Okay. Even even with Ki Hui Kwan in there, who I think is so good in that movie, I, I think Michelle Ye- Yeoh is the best part of that movie. Yeah. And uh, she holds it all together uh, as hard as that is at times. <laughs> uh, how, how t- and I guess, well, I'll save this question. And I'm happy for her. I'll save this question for the end. But best picture, of course, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, we both put that down. I will say, looking at the Talk Film Society Oscar pool, everybody except for one person put down everything everywhere for Best Picture. Somebody was brave enough to put down Top Gun Maverick as Best Picture for their pool. I'm not going to name that name, but I'll just say somebody... I, I admire the, the, the courage of this, of this one person <laughs> for putting Top Gun Maverick as best picture uh but no of course everything ever all at once um i i i realize now i was gonna ask you marcus like how does it feel going 14 weeks uh with everything everywhere basically cleaning up uh everybody it's, it's the most awarded movie in history yeah yeah Sh- should we get into marcus's uh uh factoids do you have those? Right? Oh yeah, my funky factoids. Yeah, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. About a week before the Oscars, it became the most awarded film in history. Uh huh. And it is also the the film to win the most above the line awards uh-huh. in in uh, Oscars history. Uh, winning director, picture, uh, three actor, uh, and uh, screenplay. Uh, so the only way somebody could beat it is if they won all four acting positions, or if it were somehow original and adapted. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the third, and and finally, my final funky factoid for the day: it's the third film in history to win three acting Oscars. Third film in history behind Network and uh, Streetcar Named Desire, but it's the third. It's the first film in history to win three acting Oscars plus Best Picture. Yeah. So it. Oh, and also I, a funky factoid I read was this is the uh, it, it bro- well, this year's Oscar ceremony broke a lot of like records. Or not records. It, it uh, a lot of firsts happened. At this year's Oscars, one of them being that this was the first time one studio won like all the above the line awards. Wait, did, did, did you say that earlier? No, I didn't say that one. But yeah, you're right. A two four won with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, A two four. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser and 
all the everything everywhere people uh director actors all the actors the best picture uh, uh and one screenplay um for the first time one studio has done all that uh that's crazy yeah so a24 uh, we're in the age of a24 now this is it when we look back 20 years uh in 20 years when we look back to now we're going to say this is when the dawn of a new era began this is the a24 era yeah i i mean yes uh like uh, you, you think back 20 years ago it was the the miramax weinstein era ah yes and uh and look how well that, that turned that out that doesn't feel as good to say <laughs> no but the films themselves pretty good then uh a24 i don't think that's gonna happen i'd be very surprised if something like that were to happen I think their legacy is pretty firmly cemented well. I think uh, they have a great history of 10 years of making good films. Yeah, I mean, so far they have two best pictures under their belts. They have Moonlight and now Everything Everywhere. Anyway, the future... So, to to wrap this up, Marcus thinks the future looks bleak. He thinks cinema is dying. Much like (laughs) Paul Schrader and Jeffrey Wells think cinema is dead. Um, and, and in the same way that they do too. Yeah, in the exact they're, they're same mad that way. it's international, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're mad that not white people are winning. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, okay, uh, not the so, reason I don't like those two guys. No, <laughs> d- d- just to be clear, one of them is white. <laughs> so, so, so Marcus they get a pass. <laughs> Marcus is half happy. <laughs> At least one white person is winning. Uh, we are kidding. Please don't cancel us. You know, we can't be canceled because we're not popular enough. Nobody knows. Who yeah, we exactly. Are. You yeah. can't no, fucking no. cancel me. Speaking of getting canceled, this show is about to end. It's about to, uh, it is, but to wrap up. We Wait, do have we do, one on. final trip to take before we go to Discordville, uh, to wrap up the, the, our, our picks, predictions, the Oscar pool, in, in counting the the, 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 the categories and, and making it more fun, I, I, uh, I made the total number. You can win um, 69 because I put down three points for every category. There are 23 categories. It comes out to 69. Marcus, nice. your final score out of 69, you got 11 right. 33. So you got 33. You got 33 points. Uh, as for me... I won the pool, although I didn't bet money. I just won for the honor of it. I got fifty-seven points. Good so Lord. I, wow. I got I got nineteen categories right. Uh, so all but four out of the twenty-three. Very so impressive. The lesson here is what, Marcus? Uh, cheat. Yes. Cheat to win. Cheat to win. Uh, and, and really, that's why I did this series. Is just a, it. It was educational. Okay, this is how you win Oscar pools. Just follow my lead. Uh, do an Oscar show for fourteen weeks, uh, uh, forcing you know a friend of yours to do it, uh, and 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 mostly talk about a movie you love and he hates. Do that, then spend like thirty minutes reading up on predictions from analysts, then make your picks. That's how you win an Oscar pool. All right, finally, this is it. The last time we're going to do this, 
for this show, maybe ever. I don't think we can fit this in any other show we do, Marcus. Unless you want to ask people every week about Southland Tales. What do you um, think about Southland Tales? <laughs> every week. The Discord. <clears throat> the Discord. Talkfilmsociety.com slash Discord. Come join the community. It is thriving. Uh, it is a fun place to come talk about movies, film, does not movies film. have to be it, it's not uh it's not it's not a pretentious place at all it's a fun place i think uh we go in there for this these last 14 15 weeks marcelo has we've been giving prompts to to do fun stuff to get people involved in this show uh maybe you've missed that boat but we'll talk to you about <laughs> other stuff all the time the we're talking about news every day we got news film news twitter news uh all of it Come discuss that juicy stuff with us. Talkfilmsociety.com slash discord. But the final question that will ever be asked for this series, I kept it simple. I kept it so simple. I said, our last question of the year of the year is here. Everyone Oscars 2023 thumbs up or thumbs down emojis. Uh, I did not give any more clarification. It's whatever (laughs) that meant to you. Uh, Uh huh. And our first response, Noah Thompson says the ceremony was a thumbs down, but a good chunk of the awards get a thumbs up. Uh, Jay McMillan, thank you for keeping it simple. Thumbs up. <laughs> you follow the rules, yeah. <laughs> Noyan Lee uh, is 50-50 in answer, as in the movies I loved again, but holy cow, the gags and the hosting are just sleep-inducing. Uh, oh, wait, can we take a pause? I just want to point this out. I've said fuck Jimmy Kimmel a lot this episode. Not in those words, but just, you know, uh, tiptoeing around death, you know, death threats. But I just, I I want to, I can't say I want to strangle the man, but I want to strangle the man. He brought out a, a donkey saying it was the donkey from oh, yeah. uh, the Banshees of Inishirin. That is not the donkey. From that Banshees was not Jimmy. No. Uh, I mean, uh, why bring out a fake donkey, a real donkey, out on the Hollywood's loudest stage, uh, and to like a, a crowd of like a thousand people? Why terrify a donkey just for laughs? Why do this? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And if you're gonna do it, why not fly the real donkey across? That's like, that's my main point. Get him here. Yeah. Make that donkey suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that donkey out, not a fake one. Make Jenny and her sister that looks exactly like her, because they had two donkeys, I think. Mm-hmm. Make them, make them go through this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Manish Matur, friend of the site, he gives a thumbs up, and he says, "I don't like playing off, but thank God, no stupid skits or bits, none at all. They were all good." Uh, no, uh, there was <laughs> I disagree with our friend Manish. There was at least one very stupid bit. Where yeah, Jimmy Kimmel the talking to the crowd, um, yeah, the playing off. I agree. Yeah, that was terrible. All right, yeah, uh, not the who's Tommy. Thumbs up overall. Thanks to the wins and speeches, though that middle stretch with Cocaine Bear, Malala Land, and All Quiet, <laughs> sweeping technicals was a glimpse into hell. I did like that Cocaine Bear uh, thing, yeah. mostly because yeah, I, I liked the Elizabeth Cocaine Banks. Bear thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I missed Malala Land. Him saying that, 
I saw him talking to her, but I guess I missed that specific joke. Yeah, it was like, the last thing Jesus he said. Jesus Christ. Be- yeah, it was the last thing he said before he talked to Jessica Chastain. And it, I, it's one of, again, I said this earlier, one of the worst things I've ever said. No, one of the worst things I've ever heard somebody say ever. One of the in worst my things life. you've ever written to be said <laughs> by Jimmy. I wrote that joke, by the way. I want to make that clear. <laughs> I mailed that joke into Kimmel, and he said that. <laughs> It's like SNL in the old days where he faxed in jokes for a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They took that one. Uh, Sam Shaw first. I didn't watch the middle hour, so I don't feel qualified to answer. The Malala thing was the lowest point I saw, so that's not bad compared to recent years. Uh, I don't know. That's Yeah, that was the lowest point compared to other years. Uh, again, maybe the worst thing that's ever happened to the Oscars. Malala Land. Maybe that's it. Uh, and cool Jima, they say the, they agree with Noah that the ceremony was a thumbs down, but a good chunk of the awards get a thumbs up and that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, folks. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Discord folks. Uh, it was great talking to you. I'm sure we'll, we'll find a way in the future to incorporate you into our future endeavors, but, uh, uh, we'll, don't call us. We'll call you. Uh, all right. I think I think that about does it. We talked for an hour, at least. Uh, what's the runtime here? Two hours and thirty minutes. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna cut this down. I'm, Certainly I'm above so an hour. Um, I'm yeah. so happy we did this because it's finally over. And Marcel, you brought me up. You brought me up. I was feeling like, <laughs> what a waste of fucking time. <laughs> This sucked. I hated every second of this. But you know what? When I get brought back here, it's like, once again, I'm full. Just like the Oscars does me into, does me every year, I get fooled into thinking that I actually like it. <laughs> so, Marcella, thank you for bringing that foolishness back out of me. Yeah. But that, that again, I, I said I was going to say this at the end, so I'm saying it again. It's It's that love-hate thing. There's a lot to love about the Oscars. There's a lot to hate about it. But you know what? You know what's fun, though? You know what's good? Talking to friends about it. And Marcus, that's what I did with you for the last 14 weeks. We talked about movies. Not only Oscar movies. I mean, that was the whole, like, you know, thesis, right? You know, award season. But our favorites of the year, right? Uh, Some of our favorites made into the Oscar race. Some of them didn't. Uh, Worst crimes of the future. Honestly, I I will will trade everything in just to have David Cronenberg go up there and accept the best picture for crimes of the future. I'll take that. You know what? Erase everything. Just have that happen. uh, I don't know why this is happening, but I'll take that too. (laughs) Uh, I'm just saying, sure. Not all of our favorite movies showed up. Some of them did. Um, and I'm happy to talk about movies in any way with you, Marcus. So that's it. Uh, any, any last words before we, we close the book on this series? <sighs> I can't believe it. I'm so excited to come back in nine months. Just like we last said, just like we said in the last episode, the gestation period of one baby. I'll see you then, folks. All right, have a nice night. Bye. 
We'll see you next time, folks. And until then, hey, I see you at the movies. No one ever say that. All right, bye.